This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Sci-Fi Saturdays Bartow. That's right. It's going to be February 21st on 2015, so that's next year coming up. So mark your calendars mark now. Mark it now. 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. That's right. There's going to be sci-fi vendors, costume contests, music, food, and family fun. Free for all ages. A life-size TARDIS, yo. A life-size TARDIS is going to be there. Also, a life-size Cylon battleship from the original 1970s Battlestar Galactica. It's going to be a lot of fun for you and the whole family. And on top of that, they're showing Star Trek IV, The Voyage Voyage Home, Home. on the two, count them, two-story theater wall. So it's going to be awesome. Come out and bring your friends and tell them that the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Hello, Internet. This is the Happy Hour Podcast with Johnny and Deuce. I am neither Johnny nor Deuce. That voice you're hearing is Marcus Cleveland, and he is a special guest on the Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce. And of course, speaking now, Johnny Womack, and I'm my partner in crime. Deuce, what's going on, man? A lot's been going on lately in the world of media, and I thought we would bring a friend along. This is our special mailbag mailbag episode but of course as marcus knows he is a he is a listener of our podcast as well every episode of the happy hour with johnny deuce starts off with the happy deuce Deuce salute Salute. all right let's see if we can get all three one two three oh nice that was pretty good Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. 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 That was what we call a trifecta. <laughs> trifecta. The triforce of... Or the hat trick of the alcoholism. Hat, like the hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and for those of you who don't know who Marcus is, he is a good friend of ours, mm. and he is an unabashed fan of all things media and geek and, and anime and, and music and just everything. Wrestling, all that stuff. He likes everything. So we Same. thought he'd be a perfect guest to have on our episode today. So, a mailbag episode. What is a mailbag episode? Mailbag is a bag that is full of mail, which yes. you guys send in from home to our email address. Yeah, not snail mail. Boo. No, 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 not snail <laughs> mail. Got time for that. And, nope. and uh, which, by the way, if you want to get on the next mailbag episode here at Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, you have to hit us up at what's the email address again, Johnny? hhpodcastshow at gmail.com that is hhpodcastshow at gmail.com like yeah. all these fine folks we were very happy with the response we got so very very happy we want to keep doing these because the biggest thing is with these mailbag episodes it's a good way for us to tweak the product and if we don't know what you like and what you don't like we don't know how to change it to make it a better product for you yeah this so. is made by fans for fans mm-hmm. I mean, we we want that we want everyone to be involved with this um the more feedback you provide us the better we can make this product for you and marcus give us a little uh breakdown of who you are i'm marcus marcus and you live here in florida with that us. is correct Born he didn't raised in yeah. orlando mm-hmm of course, I thought because we have a special guest, mm. Marcus will lead off the mailbag questions. If so. there's one thing I'm good at, it's reading. Okay, Marcus, take it away. All right. All right, first email we have here comes from Sean Cook. Sean writes in, Johnny and Deuce, hey guys, avid listener and love the show. My question is about the console market. For the last year or so, there have been tons of rumors that Sega is looking to re-enter the console market. Do you guys think this would be a wise move? They seem to have major success in the past with the Genesis and to a certain point with the Saturn. 
The Dreamcast was a commercial flop, but still a fan favorite among importers and homebrew fans alike. I think there's room for a fourth player in the market, and it could really force some real innovations and advancement in the next console generation. What do you guys think? Wow, that's a heavy question there. Uh, we kind of touched base a little bit on that with our Dreamcast anniversary episode, but yeah. I thought we'll kind of dive into it some more. And Of course, we have Marcus here who can chime in on his thoughts. Uh, what's the first thing that comes in your mind about that question, Marcus? Um, my first instinct is absolutely not. I don't think that would be a wise idea. I think, first of all, I don't know the legalities of it, but it seems like Nintendo owns a lot of their properties because Sonic is in Smash. They have a lot like Mario versus Sonic games and things like that. That's a good point. So... Yeah, but that doesn't mean Nintendo owns it. I just think they're licensing from Sega the rights to use yeah. the characters. If that's how it works, yeah. it could be. Because that's a licensing issue. So yeah. it's like, okay, you can put but Sonic in your game, but you got to kick yeah, us back X amount of money But they're for pretty it. open about using Sega's characters. Like the, yeah. the biggest thing that blew me away, the biggest test of how easy Sega was, or easy is the wrong word, but the, how nice Sega was for letting Sonic be licensed was that Olympic, Winter Olympics game. Remember when Mario yeah, and Mario Sonic, Sonic Winter Olympics? Winter Olympics. Yeah. That was a huge deal. Like That was like mind-blowing at the time because you never never thought you'd ever see them in the same game yeah, together. Especially yeah, especially as a... I mean, you guys, we're all from the same generation. I remember growing yeah. up and seeing the big rivalry with Nintendo and Sega. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Ne- if you told Little Marcus, like, hey, uh, in about... 10, 15 years from now, Sega and Mario are going to be in the same game. I would have been like, you shut up, future Marcus, and how did you get back in time? Yep. So, I don't I don't think that they'll come back in the console market. I mean, I look, so they're, they're, it's too hard right now, which is three. I mean, you've got the top three, mm-hmm. and there's very few people, I think, this generation that's going to get all three systems. Yeah. Unlike maybe the last couple generations yeah. where everybody got all three. Uh, I, I know I'm probably not going to buy all three. No. Yeah. No way. Um, well, also, you got to look at the the install base from the last generation. Yeah. 120 million install base if you if you combine the Wii, the PS3, and the 360. Right. There's a lot of people still using it as consoles. Oh, yeah, so for th- sure. A lot of people haven't made the jump. So, no. And then the Wii, you know, it's doing better now because of Mario Kart 8 and all yeah. that, with Smash Brothers coming yeah. out, but it was struggling for a year, year and a yeah. half. So if Nintendo was having an issue, how can you bring in a, third, a fourth console coming in saying, all right, well... Let's see if we get third-party support because the problem right. is, is the Dreamcast and the Sega Saturn had issues, as we mentioned in our Dreamcast episode, yeah. about getting third-party support. If you're having a hard time getting third-party support, if you're Nintendo, who is the king, I mean, who, no one's been in the industry as long as they have. You no. know, 125 years they just celebrated. Nintendo did. It's like so if they can't do it, yeah. how is Sega going to do it? Yeah. And, and also, let's be honest, Marcus and I are big fans of uh, a certain YouTube channel series. Yes. Uh, and uh, they uh, played uh, Sonic 2006 or 2007. Oh, yes. And it was not the best. Often and, regarded as one of the worst games ever made. Yeah. So Sega, uh, let's be honest here. Sega doesn't, especially the last five, six years, they haven't really been putting out high quality product. No. And I think also, if you a lot of the big game developers, they don't seem to really be so keen anymore on getting the exclusive deals with a particular console or another. They're trying to get for all three, yeah. probably so they can market their game out better. So. I don't, I don't. I mean, like Deuce was saying, I don't think there's enough room in the market for no. another, a fourth console, a fourth big name one. That's just like it, it can. It's confusing already because if you think about it, you got the you got the PS4, you have the Xbox mm-hmm. One, you have the Wii U, which that still, even though I own a Wii U, I love it. It's still the marketing on that that console, calling it a Wii U. It's like an extension of the Wii. Like people thought it was a peripheral for the Wii, yeah. the gamepad when they brought it yeah. out. Because at E3 when they brought it out, they were like. Here you go. This is the Wii U. They didn't. They didn't show the system or anything. They brought out the gamepad as is. People thought it was an extension, a peripheral right. for the Wii. Was that called the Wii U from the beginning, or was that um, which one was the revolution? Was that the original name for the Wii when the, the Wii? Yeah. yeah, the Dolphin was the GameCube, the, right? Oh, I don't remember. 
Or is that that in, sounds right? That but. sounds right. Yeah, you guys can correct us on that in the comments yeah. section below. But uh, they had different code names, and I I, I would like the code names better. So did I. I was like, yeah, Nintendo Revolution. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That would be I was awesome. Like, Wii. What the hell? I'm, am I gonna? It's go a made up name. My Wii. What do you? Yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah, Deuce was in the industry when they yeah, launched, and, and, and so it was like shit show when they launched. What did people say when you were in the industry? What did they say with, with the Wii? Yeah. What, well, I mean, everybody liked the Wii when it launched because it sold really it well. Sold like Holy a crap, motherfucker! Yeah. And yeah. like. We even had, like, full-on... I mean, we live in Polk County, so I'm not surprised. Like, full-on fistfights <laughs> in our store over fucking Wii's. So, I mean, it was that fucking ridiculous. Get your hands off my Wii. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I'm talking, like, grown folks. Like, grown-ass folks fighting over Wii's. So, I mean, you know, it's sold like a motherfucker. So, you know, it I is what it is. I think it's because Nintendo's but... hanging on to that... Uh, they're trying to come up with all these new controller schemes. Like, I feel like yeah. they're trying to, like, okay, we're not... They're they're expanding in that way, like they're trying to do all this revolutionary stuff with like the gamepad in this generation and the Wii modes in the previous generation. I think that's what's kind of holding them on by a strand, and their IPs are so recognizable because of the nostalgia. And yeah, all but that. that's the problem. I mean, their IPs are recognizable, but shit, they drop a game once every what three years? Yeah, I mean, can't, Jesus yeah, Christ, true. with that, it's yeah, true. It's no, tough. I mean, they, I don't even think they're dropping. Three games a year with the original IPs. What is mm-hmm. it? One, maybe if we're lucky, two games a year yeah. that are original IPs. You can't. That system is hanging on by its original IPs. Exactly. So if we're using that as a math, you can't have two games for your system drop every year that people give a shit about that are going to pay all that money well, for it. That let, makes no sense. Let's look. Let's. We'll, we'll talk about it later on in another episode about what's coming in the future for the systems. But just think about. Metroid, for example, the last Metroid game was the other M on yeah. the Wii, which yeah. was not received very no. well. That was what back in two thousand eight, especially like because it launched with a game breaking bug that it did it ruined your save file. You had to start from the beginning yep. of the game. Yeah, so that is a I love one of my all time favorite. Uh, I did a top twenty five game list a while back. Maybe we'll talk about it in the future, but Super Metroid is phenomenal. Super, I yeah. love Super Metroid, and, and I know there's a lot of people. And this new generation that have never even played it, like mm-hmm. you know, you can get it now on the Wii and the Virtual Console and all that stuff. But like the Super Metroid is phenomenal. They did the, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like Nintendo goes, hey, I don't want to drop Mario and and I understand why they don't want to drop Mario and Zelda in the same week because it's right. going to conflict against each other's sales. You're gonna you're gonna double dip. A lot of people aren't gonna double dip. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like you have the Zelda game that's supposed to be coming out next year. This year, the big title is Smash Brothers coming yep. out. So that they're doing that, they're doing that purposely, but they're, yeah, they're pacing they're, it. Yeah, they're trying to pace it out. So we'll see. I to, I think we're all in unanimous. Yeah. So to bring it back to the original point, yeah, where you know who would Sega compete against? If they compete against Nintendo, then they're going to fall into that same trap. Right. Whereas the you know the Xbox or the PS4, yeah. Well, in my opinion, it basically if Sega came back in the market. Them and Nintendo would be duking it out for third place. That's all it is because neither of the two of them are right. going to compete with the Xbox One or the PlayStation Four. It right. just ain't happening. Mm-hmm. So, okay. All right, dudes. I know my question is a video game related question. Let's see. Let's go to you next. Okay. Okay. Brian writes into us and says, "What type of show would you like to see on the WWE Network?" Okay, for those of you, let's let's preface our comments. For those of you who don't know what the WWE Network is, say you just joined us for the first time because you love Marcus. This is the first yeah, time I... you're joining us. The WWE Network, obviously WWE is wrestling. It used to be WWF. It is a subscription-based service. Yeah, where like you have, Netflix. Like Netflix. And you have a catalog of every pay-per-view ever done. Like by WWE and by w, almost, I think even WCW, they're working on getting in, and I think they're doing ECW as well. 
amazing. You can get a bunch of awesome specials and just several, you know, specials and everything like that, the like Legends House and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but his question, have you seen, you, you're an old school wrestling fan, Marcus. Yeah, I, I watched wrestling back in the Attitude Era, and every once in a while I'll catch a, a little bit here and there. Yeah, so, what, what would you think, Deuce? If they had to bring in a original content, what's this question? Yeah, is basically, what, what type of show would you like to see on the WWE Network? Like, what kind of original content? I would love, like, a talk show, like a nightly talk show, but I also would love it if they did it with the characters where they could be out of character. Like, it, you could have John Cena come on, and he's... John Cena, John Cena, not John Cena, the character. character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be awesome. Or like if you had Dolph Ziggler come in and he's actually being himself, not the character, and did it like every night live would be even better. Who who would you get to host it, though? Who do you think would be good? You mean like a talk show like uh, Conan? Yeah, like like, think of it like a Conan O'Brien kind of style show, but you have somebody that hosts, and then you have the, the different... You know, uh, WWE superstars and divas come on and talk, which would be cool. And it also be a great way for them to promote whatever side projects they've got going True. on. Like, say, a diva's dropping an album, she could talk about it. Or, yeah. you know, one of them's got a movie that maybe not be a WWE movie that's like a side project. Because Jesus, Cena's doing like six different movies right yep. now. And they're not all <laughs> WWE movies, and he right. could come on and talk about it. And I, I don't know. I think that'd be cool. I would, I would love, you know, they had to put that special after all special where they were like, it was just. They let the cameras roll. Yeah. So you could see stuff that was happening at if say if you weren't at a live event, they yeah. were just letting the cameras roll and you could see the footage. You could see like the dark match of the night or right. I would love I would love to see them roll. just give us because obviously with licensing agreements, Hulu and Universal uh what are NBC Universal, NBC Universal they have the rights to showing Raw and SmackDown. But it would be really cool if they said, All right, technically our Con- that that episode is over. over. Let's continue on. They do the they do the raw after show, but I don't want that. That is, that is I don't want ridiculous. That. I don't want the it's raw after terrible. show. There's no need for a raw after show. A pre show, I'm okay, but because yeah. uh, that makes sense. Yeah. People have time to yeah, r- you can r- build up the cards. And yeah, all exactly. But an after show, no, I don't want that. I want to have the camera still rolling for even just like half an hour. Just like, well, have you seen the after show? The DVD? No, no, no. The the raw. Yeah, the raw after, after show. show. I have. You, yeah. we're, we're basically it's almost like uh, if you see after an NFL football game how they'll have like the coach will come out and they'll have the big screen yeah. behind him and he's like, yeah, hey, you know, we sucked this game, whatever. <laughs> it's the exact same shit. They go right. and they sit down on a table with a chair with a mic and they talk about what happened at Raw, and then they walk off, and it's like, <laughs> well, it, it makes no sense. Like, well, I think none. my mistake that match was uh, getting well, hit in the face with yeah. a chair. Exactly. <laughs> or, you know, if that darn ref had been paying attention, no, this was... I swear he yeah, was pinned exactly. for like 10 yeah. seconds there, and the ref was just sleeping. Yeah. It, it just it makes no sense, because they're trying to be like way too over-the-top serious true, about it. Like it's, like it's a post-NFL you know NFL game right. press conference, right. and it just... It doesn't, it doesn't work. No, yeah. not at all. I want the cameras to roll for 30 minutes to 40, whatever, to all yeah. long they can, and, and they can do it. And, and here's the thing. WWE's nailed the, the price point, which yeah. is $9.99. Ooh, th- ooh, a three-way there. I like that. <laughs> uh, so they nailed the price point, and I feel like at what point is it too much, the WWE Network? What would be the maximum you would pay for the WWE Network? I 15 think, bucks a month. I Yeah. I, if I was into it, Fifteen would be an upper limit. I think nine ninety nine is perfect because that matches things like Netflix and uh, other similar services. Yeah, yeah. So that I do think that's a, a really cool service. Um, but they do a lot already on the network. They, they do have these specials and well, you the know, Monday Night Wars, and they've got the WWE Countdown, and then they've got Legends House. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of content on there. But I can, at least for me personally, 
I think there's a lot of people that are on the fence, and if they could get one or two more really good exclusive shows on there that was only on the network, which right. people actually gave a shit about, right. I think they would sell a lot more. And some of that, I think, might be like NXT getting a second show, or maybe NXT getting some sort of a promo show, we, basically. The yeah. Happy Hour, Johnny Deuce loves NXT. We love what they've yeah. done at Full Sail University in Orlando, Florida. Yep. Amazing what they've done for such a small little area, and and they're not paying anybody because it's all kids want to get credit. Yeah, so it's like they're making so much bang out of that. I mean, people yeah. coming in, they're selling out the place every time they do it. I keeping mean, that labor cost low. Keeping yeah. labor cost low. <laughs> yeah, because the labor cost is at fucking zero, zero. is why. And they're making profit. <laughs> yeah. Bang. yeah. It's, and the cool thing is, is they can air it anytime they want or whatever they want on, on the network. or they, And then also, it's, it's, it's simulcast later on on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, Hulu's done a really good job of putting out stuff later. But the cool thing is, is they, they're just, they got to the point now where like, they don't even call it like NBC or whatever they just call it. Oh, this is the WWE Network. I'm like, perfect. Yep. Just, and, and eventually, I do think they, they're making still... A good amount of money on NBC Universal, although oh, yeah. it dropped a little bit this year. Yeah, but I I don't know if eventually we'll get everything on the network. Like just cut away from cable. I don't know if they want to do that yet. I, I know Dish Network, that direct, unwise, Dish I Network, yeah. Direct TV were mad because they don't air pay per views anymore on Dish Network or Direct TV. They cut ties with that, so it's only on the network for that. So they're still doing Bright House. Bright House still, still does pay per views, yeah. but all like Direct TV. Dish Network, all like your mini dishes, your satellite right. companies, all told them basically Definitely. to fuck off. Yeah, because they're like, look, you're you're airing it on your network for free, and your network's only ten dollars a month. The pay per view, the pay per view is fifty five dollars. No, them motherfuckers fifty five dollars. Fifty five dollars. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no chump change. <laughs> no shit, because I was paying for them every fucking yeah. month. So yeah. yeah, and I mean, you know, it's a lot lot cheaper to get on the network. So like, screw it. We're not going to carry it now. I think they are going to carry like WrestleMania and Royal Rumble, like the. The biggies, I think they'll carry because they're like, screw it. It's stupid not to carry it because people are going to buy this and pay for it. But, you know, for the most part, they're just like, screw it. We're just done with <laughs> Dunion rings. Yeah. Dunion rings. Exactly. So, yeah. My turn. Okay. And this one will be, let's try to keep this one. I know this is going to be a long uh, question. Are we going to get on a tangent? We'll go on a tangent like on this one. Question. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go on a tangent on this one, but let's try to uh, keep it a little close to the, the topic. Retro N5. Our friend Corey Fritch said, thoughts on this bad boy? And he put the link. So we all did some research on it. Ah, I yeah. see. So if you don't know what it is, I think Marcus should uh, give us a little explanation. So basically, it's a console that combines all your old school consoles into one. It's got like the top loader for the NES. It's got a port for the Super Nintendo, Sega, all that mess. So, I mean, it works just like it used to. So... But it's all in one. So if you've got your cartridges and stuff, you freaking plug it in and you play the game. Yeah, but it only does Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Super Famicom, uh, Sega Genesis, uh, uh, the Master Drive system. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it also does Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, and then regular Game Boy games. Yeah. Um, I swear, I think I'm missing a system. I know it doesn't do 64 because that was the only other no, thing I thought do it was going to do. Yeah, that's strange. That yeah, it. that was weird. Yeah, I wonder if they. I don't know, but uh, it does. I think it might have been space because if you look at that motherfucker, it's like it's bam, 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 yeah, bam, bam. Yeah, like, like yeah. seven cartridges. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so the whole idea is it's your one stop shop for all your old school. Oh you yeah. Know, you want to be able to like, hey, uh, I got my all these games I can go through, and it, it makes people say, hey, I can dust off my old cartridges and yeah. play them again. And, right. You know, I but, still play my Game Boy stuff, but but it's really cool because it's got an HDMI port on it, so you can put the HDMI port right into the TV, and it's got everything built in, so it'll play on your HD. TV, you know, through the HDMI port, and it right. looks good. It doesn't look all wonky. It upreses everything. It upreses everything, and yeah. on top of that, you've got a wireless Bluetooth controller, and the controller looks 
pimp in my it's like, opinion. It's like it a mixture like really of like a Sega Genesis controller and Super Nintendo controller. Yeah, like yeah. it's like a cool mix. It's got all yeah. these buttons like up and down arrows. Like yeah. you can. The, I love the interface because it's an Android interface. Yeah. I was like, whoa, they're yeah. using Android. So I was like, mm-hmm. cool. So they're using the Android interface. It looks sweet. It looks clean. You got to do an update for when you first do it. And uh, yeah. but Deuce and I were reading as well somewhere else that it's hard to buy one yourself like you have to be like a well game store or something i I, i'm gonna have to take some of that back because that was their official website it was like selling and what it said is you had to be like an official retailer because i I did see some on amazon yeah i went to amazon Mm. and i found them and you could buy how much was it because i remember i didn't see a price point on their website it depends on who you buy it from because amazon it's anywhere between like 179.99 and the lowest i found it for was like 159 149 149 is the msrp so what the yeah so 150 so let's say you can get it for 150 no absolutely not i wouldn't buy really absolutely not there's one fatal flaw that i saw with it that i looked straight for when i was looking at it it does not support roms oh that's true well okay so let's break it down what roms are roms are read-only memory right okay and uh you'd have to have an emulator on a computer actually that's what is inside yeah. you can emulate it it literally emulates your data so like it so it can display it correctly and in Marcus Basically, is a big what PC they do guy. Is they they take the the game from the car, the cartridge and they load it onto the computer. So basically, what it does is you can take that with an emulator and you can play any game on your PC with any system just by downloading the. File. That's what a regular emulator is on a computer. You can do this. So like right now, mm-hmm. dude, so I can go if you had a computer. Okay. I could go to your computer, download an emulator for the Nintendo. Regular okay. Nintendo, whatever, and we can play Mario on there. Okay, Deuce, I could show you on my phone right now a Super Nintendo game. Okay. Yeah, but my question is, why do you not want to buy it because it doesn't play you ROMs? Want, I don't understand. I'm I not getting that. The price point's too high for Marcus, and I would have to find all the cartridges of the games I want to play. I don't have the. I have very few of those left. Okay, so if say I so wanted to boot up Earthbound, one of my favorite games of all time. Right. When I was younger, my house got broken into. That got stolen. So okay. there's. I would have to go and find. He'd have to start over Earthbound. from scratch to yeah. play this machine. Yeah. Whereas I can take three minutes to go online. And, and Earthbound and find isn't it. cheap. Even just the cartridge that, alone. That's another problem. Is. is some games say you wanted to play like this amazing game, you know, like Chrono Trigger or something, and yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh well, the, the stop next door only is selling it for eighty dollars. Then then yeah. your price of your the price of that console just went up because yep. you got to buy every single thing. Now, if you mm-hmm. already have already a big catalog, it might be worth it to you. Yeah, but yeah if there's collectors a... out there that have ridiculous amounts yeah. of cartridges. It'd be yeah. good for them, yeah. like especially people who do like YouTube Let's Play channels and like they stream and stuff like that. Yeah. That'd be really yeah. good for them because they they almost always play off cartridge. Yeah. So that'd be really well for them. But for someone like me, I don't. I just I don't have a use for it. What would be the lowest you would pay? Like, what would be the the best price if you say, "Hey, here's fifty bucks for it"? Would you buy it? Probably not, because I still have to go find the cartridges and everything. True. Yeah. If if I had the cartridges, I would be more keen on getting it. Dude, how many cartridges do you have? Zero. So you'd be in the same, same boat. boat. Well, yeah, but my opinion's different than his. Okay, go ahead. This, I, this is yeah, a conversational go. I, I'm podcast. Go, I'm going to buy it. Okay. Like, it's happening at I'm some point. And out. then, yeah, and then I'm just going to go and go eBay or flea market or whatever and get the cartridges right. and shit. Mm-hmm. Because I want the system and I want it on a real cartridge because you know how I feel about these downloadable DLC shit. Yeah, right. you like to so, have yeah, the, I like the you tangible have it media. Where I can hold it right. in my hand. Yeah, yeah. the tangible so, media. And actually, to be honest with you, I'm going to buy this before I buy a Wii U. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... There, there's a 99.9% chance, you know, 
knock on all wood, this is going to be my next video game purchase right. is going to be get one of these. And what's handy about it, too, we kind of went with the extreme with it, like, you know, trying to find Earthbound's ridiculous yeah. amounts of money. But if you're talking about, there's a lot of classics that people really like, like Mario Brothers, yeah. Zelda. Those, there's, a there's, sh- there's a lot of those shit out tons there. You of can find yeah. those right. for cheap. Yeah. Easily. Like you, you can go, there's a place, I'm going to uh, plug a place real quick. There's a place over in Lakeland Mall, over in Lakeland, Florida, uh, called the Game Attic, yeah. A-T-T-I-C. And that's what their business is. They buy and sell, trade old yeah. games. Yeah. That's, and, a lot of people are in that And because, like Marcus said, there is a plethora of Mario threes out there yeah. in the world you can get one for like 10 bucks yeah so those are easy but games that are a little bit you know didn't have as many out in production or you know right. limited like, their quantities earthbound did I, I keep coming back to some of my favorite games it did it did crappy sales in the u.s it, it became did, kind yeah. of a cult class that's why they never made a sequels for america yeah that's why they never released mother three in yep. the u.s i have a japanese cartridge of that <sighs> mm. it just happened to come out when i was in japan that's so my opinion on the um, thing, I guess, because you guys were very well yeah, eloquent. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You guys are very eloquent <laughs> in your uh, reasons. I would buy it because I do have... You have your cartridges I have still? my yeah. cartridges still. Yeah. Uh, I have them boxed up right now. Um, and I still think the price point's too much for me, though. Like I was saying earlier, a few episodes ago, fifty $60... It's hard enough for me just to buy Destiny, let alone buy mm. this whole system. So when, right. when, you're, when you have a father of two, you know, money is scarce. So... Mm-hmm. If it was thing where I would save up, I don't know, 150 bucks is still. I think the magic number for me is 100 bucks. Like I think 100 dollars is a little bit. You'd be square with that. Would be square with that. Well, let me throw another option at you. They've got the Retrocon three, which is just a Nintendo, a Super <laughs> Nintendo. Okay, why? Why I did my homework on the, I did my retro, no. I did my homework on the Retrocon three. Okay, uh, it deletes games file, game save files after uh, a period of like two months. If you have your cartridge, next time you come into play, it'll it'll erase it. So they're having issues with game save uh, deletions. So what do you mean uh, if you leave? The no, 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 game no. You, in just the system for two you just come back later. Two months. You just come back later. Just come back. It's, it's going to start from fresh. It'll it'll literally wipe your cartridge. That is. No bueno. So I already did my homework on the three. Three okay. is not. Yeah, that's kind okay. of a fatal flaw. I'd be pissed off if I started playing Zelda. And now back the two only later and start over. the only flaw that I saw because uh, they had I went and watched like ten YouTube videos of people unboxing it and going through it. Really? Yeah, because uh, I do my homework, right? Yeah, uh, and uh, one out of those ten, only two people had this issue, but it's still a problem. Okay. They're pins that you know that when you connect your yeah, cartridge yeah. in there, that, the, yeah. the, the pins yeah. read. They connect and hold it into place, and that's yeah. what ties it in there. And then you read and whatever. It is kind of tough to pull out the cartridge. Which one? Because I heard it was just for the Sega games. It was tough to the pull Sega out. The Sega one was, yeah. Yeah. So when you try to pull the Sega one out, uh, sometimes a pin will break off. Ooh. But mm. I don't know. It's hit or miss. It, two out of the ten people had an issue with it, so yeah. it's not right. a huge number. Yeah. Well, but still, two out of ten is still twenty percent. It is, but you, so you yeah. have to be careful when you pull it out. That's all. Yeah. So it, for those of you that haven't got it or are on the fence about it. Just be careful with that when you're pulling. Don't just rip it out. You I don't know. know. If I, for twenty percent, if I had a super rare, expensive Sega game, I would be apprehensive. So now, is it ripping out there. the pin in the system, or is it ripping out the pin in the game? Uh, in the system. So. Oh, okay. Oh, that's even. Hmm. That's hard to well, find placement parts for it. Well, no, so because then it should be under warranty. Because the system should be have some sort of warranty with it. So if I pull my Sega game out, and I should be able to send it back, and they should send me a new system. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. that part, but yeah. I just. I don't know. Just be aware if you're yeah. going to buy one. So. Does it also get the Red Ring of Death? I don't think so. Don't so. Think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Marcus, you're up next, so, sir. Oh. Did I read two already? No. Oh, no. that's yours. I'm okay, got it. Hand me all the blanks, the ones we already used. All right, so our next question comes from Liam from across the pond in Liverpool, UK. 
Liverpool. Liam writes, Hi, gents. This is Li- Liam from Liverpool in the UK. I heard about you fond folks from io9. I really quite enjoyed your video game quality episode. It was ace. My mates and I both own PS4s and love us some Destiny. I wanted to let you know that Xbox One is not selling well in our area, and no one really cares about bloody Titanfall. It's quite dreadful and dry. Anyhow, I don't own a Wii U, and they find it hard to... They're hard to find here in the UK. Mr. Deuce, when do you think you'll purchase one? I'm curious to get your take. You two do a bang-up job, and I look forward to your newest episode. All the best. Liam. Liam. That's funny. To be honest with you, I'm super on the fence, because my thing is most... Thanks for that British accent, mm. that Cockney yeah. or whatever. Let's, let's Liverpool. Golf clap, <laughs> golf clap. Let's give a little applause on that. It's yeah. very good. Um, and I'm glad to know we've got some UK fans because I'm a huge cool. Doctor Who fan. So to hear some UK fans makes me happy as hell. Um, but let's break that down real quick. Yeah. No. Uh, the, the, the He said, first of all, yeah. he, he, before we get to your question, he said that uh, he loves Destiny. Yeah, which is uh, awesome. And he heard us about us on IO9. Deuce yeah. has been really promoting us yeah, on different on sites. Kotaku, Kotaku and all that stuff. I love IO9. That's yeah, IO9 is so, great. Kotaku's great. He said something that we already said before, yeah. like months ago, yeah. uh, when we first started, was how... How well, how not what like dismal the Xbox One is doing yeah. overseas. Yeah. It's not doing very well. And this is proof. If any of you doubters yeah. out there, we got proof in writing a guy from the UK uh, saying they're not selling well and that no one's playing Titanfall over there because there's yeah. no one, no, there's no, no one has it. Yeah. So, uh, and the Wii U is also struggling over there as well. We figured yeah. that out as well. But he definitely, uh, thank you, Liam. We appreciate that. But he's asking you, like you said, what is. Yeah, here's my thing. My next system, it, it, it's kind of a three way tie at the moment between an Xbox One, a Wii U, and uh, that Retrocon 5 we were just talking mm. about. Um, Xbox, I would say, probably is going to be the leader in that one. But it, they've got to drop some games I care about because right now I don't. And my problem with the Wii U is why am I going to buy a machine just to play Smash Brothers and Mario? To me, that just sounds ridiculous. Mm. Now, the only bonus is I could use the 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 Wii. What is it? The Wii Store where you can virtual games, console. The virtual oh, yeah, console, re- yeah, yeah, yeah. You which would be cool really because classes. I want to play like Earthbound. I yes, never played yep, it, and yes. I want to play like the whole Mother series. Like, yes. that's on my video game bucket list. Chrono Trigger's on my video game yes. bucket list. I don't know if that's on there. Or yeah, not. it's on there. It is it? Be. Yeah. It better yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. smart. It would be on yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> so like, there's a lot of like the old RPGs that I need and, to play. And they they just play. announced uh, three months ago the Game Boy Advance. You can play Game Boy Advance games now on the Wii U. Oh yeah. So what do you cool. mean? You, you like, can buy them through the store, like on digital store. Like oh, okay. they found a way to emulate it or whatever the ROM, and now you yeah. can play. You can buy the, the advanced games on there, oh, which well, is really cool. Bad. So you get yeah. uh, opening up a whole new world of like things yeah. that were never yeah. accessible before. So. Advanced words, if they ever do yeah. play. Advanced so I mean, words. I could probably get a lot of use out of it, and I really like the idea of being able to turn on the Wii U controller and play with that and watch TV. Because then I could watch, like, Raw, and right. I could be playing, playing, like, Mario yeah. or something while I'm paying attention yeah. to Raw. or You know, so there's there's definitely some pluses for it, but I just have a really hard time justifying paying, what is it now, 250 for one? Yeah, how much is that? Uh, they have a bundle. Uh, I haven't seen them sold by themselves anymore, but there's a bundle with the, the new Mario, Super Mario U uh, for 300 I think. Is there a Bayonetta yeah. 2 bundle? Because if there in, is, the missus will get in that. Europe, in Europe, there is. Oh, all right. Liam, I'm going to need you to send me a Bayonetta bundle. <laughs> yeah, Liam, if you're <laughs> <Yeah>. listening. <laughs> we need a Bayonetta, Bayonetta <laughs> 2 bundle. Yeah, we'll yeah. get into Bayonetta later at yeah. a later date. But uh, 
Yeah, so I mean, th- thank you so much, Liam. For Liam, listening. That's dude, awesome. you rock, and yeah. I love how he's saying things. Like I used to watch EastEnders. Liam knows what that is. Is an old, uh, oh, it's still on. It's a soap opera in the UK. BBC America is really, really cool with those old shows. But he, th- the thing that stuck out to me was. He said it was ace. Like no one in America yeah. says that. Like yeah, I think that it's was, that was that pretty was, funny. Yeah. Like, like you know, it's straight up like it was ace and mates. <laughs> I've heard mates before, but like it was ace. And he's and, and he did the the typical bloody, yeah. which everyone I guess uses that still. But the ace part was like, oh, that's cool. It was ace. We start you should start saying that. I think you're just really excited about that because you're a magician. I got it. Yeah, just one of them went out, and I wanted to okay. make sure it wasn't that. Yeah. But it's just the that's fine. Ace. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, Deuce, Europe. Oh, okay. I've never been to Europe. Neither have I. Have you, Deuce? You've been to Europe? To Europe? No. I've never left the United States except yeah. to go to Mexico. Mm. So there you so, go. Yeah. The Air Force sent me to Japan. Did they? Yeah, they was did. it cool? It was amazing. Right on. All right. Hello, Johnny and Deuce. <laughs> is it spelled that way? Yeah, it is. Look Luke at it. It's it. totally spelled, spelled just how you say it. <laughs> Someone posted a link on Kutaku. I don't know who that would have been. <laughs> for your podcast. And boy, do you guys make me laugh. Deuce, what has been the most disappointing game of the year for you? Ooh. Johnny, will you play Call of Duty Advanced Warfare this year? Thanks, guys. Big fan from California. Okay. And that's from Jerry. Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. Jerry, what does he have a last name on there? Yeah, Jerry Maxwell. Ma- Jerry Maxwell, thank you for your question. And having a cool last name. And a cool last name. Okay. I think Deuce, you'll answer yours, you'll answer mine, and then we'll have Marcus answer both of the questions. Since okay, he's- oh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair okay. enough. So, Deuce, he, what was his question to you? He asked... Um, he asked me, what has been the most disappointing in the game of the year for you? So that's for 2014. <sighs> um, I don't know what I'm going to say on that one. That's a really good question. Um, has there been a game you played this year that you were like, eh, or didn't care for? It wasn't as good as you thought it was. To be honest with you, not really. And I think the problem is, like, the only games I've played this year have all been AAA titles or stuff that came out for my PS4. And... They were all, you know, pretty good. So, like, I can't say that there was a game this year that I was really, really disappointed in. So, I'm, I'm totally sorry, Jerry. I wish I could have given you a better answer than that. But there, I really haven't played a game this year where I was like, this sucks. I like, guess all three of yeah. us can answer this question. There's no yeah. rules against it. No, there's no Has rules. there been a game you played this year that you were like, ugh. I, there is, but I don't want to say it because you're going to kill me if I do. No, no. This is a conversational yeah. podcast. Go ahead. So... If I suddenly stop talking, it's because Johnny snapped my neck. But I did not super love The Last of Us. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Everyone has a right yeah. to their. It's that's fine. Can I ask like I, why? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the story's fantastic. Yeah. The it looked amazing. It was a beautiful setting. Yeah. I'm kind of over zombies. We're like super yeah. inundated with zombies right now. Yeah. And the gameplay had too much sneaking around. I yeah. Just, I'm not patient enough for that. I just wanted like Left 4 Dead style, just running, yeah. have hordes of zombies come at me, shoot them all in the face with a shotgun. I don't want to have yeah. to like sneak around and be like, oh God, I better throw this bottle so this zombie yeah. doesn't hear me. I, I will agree with you on this because I love the game, but that was the thing I hated about the mm. game most is all the sneaking because I can't stand that shit. Yeah. And so, it, it was just a deal breaker. I couldn't get yeah. through it. I was like, okay, it became a chore. Like, okay, yeah. if I can just get through this one part, then I can get back to the good part of the game. So that just yeah. put me off to it. I was yeah. like, I've died here like five times. I'm not playing this right yeah. now. Okay. There you go. What about you? Oh, worst game of the yeah. year for me? Oh. Um, I mean, that's a good question. I remember I played this year that was not so good. 
That's a tough question to answer, really. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying because, like, like, I was I've trying a to lot think, of good and games. All the games I played this year have been. For I the can most give you part, my top ten yeah. games I like this year, yeah. but we won't do that. And right I now. wouldn't no. even go so far as say the Last of Us sucked. I'm like, no, it just it wasn't just my wasn't, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like he said. Favorite. It didn't even say a game you hated. It was the most disappointing game of the year. That's what he said. Most, most disappointing. disappointing. Huh. Yeah. Last of Us was pretty hyped up. So yeah, I will say that freaking hype on that game. Yeah. Now that I'm on the spot, I'm not sure. Well, you better get off the spot and come up with an answer. Okay, let's see. <laughs> What's come out this year? Uh, well, I was trying to think because of all the games Reaper I got. Souls, and my problem is all the games I've Watch got Dogs. have been really, really good. And plus, you got to remember, all the games that came out for the PS4, knock on wood, have been pretty damn good. Okay, I got yeah. one for you. Oh, lay it uh, on me. It's the Kirby game for 3DS. Uh, Kirby, Mass Attack, was it? Or No, it's Kirby's Triple Deluxe or something like that. Huh. Oh, oh God, I didn't play it, but this title sounds familiar-ish. It, it was way, way too easy. Like, I love Kirby. Anyone that knows me knows I'm, Kirby and Smash is my old school guy to go to. See. But And I love you the old a, Kirby's... You play a wicked Kirby G- and Smash. Kirby's Dream of... Dreamland was that the, the one that was on the NES? Oh, yeah. oh, oh my god! So I, I okay, like yeah. I'm getting. Wait, I'm was getting... that the one before you could even get powers? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that one. Kirby right so there. cool. I love that one. I even love the super the Superstar one or whatever it's called. Yeah, I played so super much NES. Kirby Superstar that it's probably outrageous <laughs> awesome. the number of hours I've locked on that game. So Kirby wasn't always. I get it. They're, Nintendo's wanting to cater to kids and, and yeah. have something easy to pick yeah, up he's on. Cute and fluffy. Well, like the the 3ds is. That's a huge install base now, so they they want to be able to have stuff for kids that can you know you don't want some crazy you know advanced wars or even though that's not too bad, but it can get pretty difficult towards yeah, you know, towards the end. yeah but you don't want to like start off a kid with a super advanced game. I get it, but like it was just even on hard difficulty, I was just blowing through guys like it wasn't but, even a. And what's crazy is I think they really hit a good note on Kirby when they did um what was the one on on Wii the Epic Yarn uh, yes Epic Yarn awesome because it was like. It was easy for kids because there wasn't really repercussions. You could still just get through the level like fumbling. There's still right a question it, on there for you. Getting your butt kicked, but if you were if you wanted the harder difficulty, then you could make it harder by like yeah. trying not to get hit, collect all the stars, all right. that. Like so, it worked for both. If you wanted it to be harder, you could make it harder. If you if you were a kid and you just wanted to, oh look, I'm Kirby, I'm gonna eat some stuff and shoot stars out of my mouth, then you could do that. Yeah, yeah. So it just I just thought it was like I get it. They're wanting to kind of appeal to you know their kid fan base or whatever and I just like I wanted some challenge I love Kirby I love the world I love the characters that are in King DDD and all that stuff like I love all like the characters that are in it I love the world it looked beautiful it looked beautiful the world I mean it looked amazing it looks great and it plays great it's just so easy I got from one I go this is the end of the first level I'm already through it already I'm like (laughs) I don't know so that that was actually really disappointing and I was I was being a big fan of Kirby and I was like anyways the question that was actually hit to me uh, we know Deuce is going to play it. Yeah. Is uh, modern was it Call of Duty Call of Advanced Warfighter, Warfighter which has uh, Kevin Spacey in it? Uh, you know, in the main campaign. I don't know if he'll be voiced in the uh, multiplayer or not. We'll see. For those of you that don't know, like you just joined this podcast. Just hey, I'm a friend of Marcus. I want to check this out. I'm not really a big multiplayer guy. I don't really play a lot of online games. That's I mean, crazy town. So well, here's my thing: was I grew up. You know, we're all from the same generation, but yeah. my thing was sitting at home. My parents didn't have a lot of money growing up, mm. so like my dad would be like, "All right, here's seventy bucks," because this is how much a lot of the Super Nintendo games. Super Nintendo games are always fluctuating. Like you know, they were Earthbound was super cheap. How many times am I going to mention Earthbound? I know that's, that's like, I feel that's like the, the, the Pee Wee Herman, you know, the the word of the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, we're showing our age here. Uh, but like, I was like, "All right, let me." I saw a game. 
it was what was it? It was an RPG. I think it was uh, Final Fantasy Two, which is four. Uh, <laughs> in Japan, but it's Final Fantasy Two on Super Great. Nintendo. It was seventy dollars, seventy dollars. Uh, my dad goes, and you think about inflation. People talk about this. Games are cheaper than ever been before the, the, because of inflation. Yep. You actually, the games are cheaper now. If you think mm-hmm. about it, yep. For so sure. for sure, I would log in like sixty-five hours into that game. You could easily get easily Final Fantasy, but I would get my oh, bang yeah. for my buck. You yeah. know, yeah. I would sit sure, and grind sure. and have fun and listen to the music, replay boss fight, do all the stuff, and do the the bestiary is that what it's called? Like I would you pronounce un- it bestiary. Bestiary. Yeah. So you can unlock, you know, you see what you've unlocked if you haven't locked all the creatures. Go through, and it, I, I would just spend hours doing that. Yeah, and it was a solo game, like you played by yourself. And oh, I, I remember Cecil's in that game. How could you? Yeah, Cecil oh. and Kane. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, amazing game if you haven't played it. Uh, it's it's everywhere. You can find it on your phone. It's it's everywhere. Um, but my thing was like I I didn't actually get into them online because I missed the GameCube era. <laughs> I missed the GameCube era. I played on friends' houses. That's how I was yeah. able to play Melee. That was a yep. big game at the time. Melee. Um, but I, that was the, they kind of experimented with connectivity, but it wasn't anything. And then even back in the 64 days, they tried to, they tried to, uh, experiment with the disc drive and all that stuff. Um, anyways, I'm rambling, uh, <laughs> bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. <laughs> uh, Halo two was the first game that really for the original Xbox was the first game that really opened my eyes multiplayer. Cause I was like. I love having LAN parties where you connect all the, the, right, the boxes together. Right, where you wire together. them all yep. together, yeah. And we're like, well, you can do this online now with Halo 2. I'm like, mind whoa! blown. And I go, whoa. And I had I had a, I would I probably put 150 hours into online for Halo 2. Like, I was a champ. I was like, I was really good at that game. So when they're talking about that Master Chief collection for Xbox One, if I owned an Xbox One, that would be a day one purchase for me just so I can go back and play Halo 2 online. Oh, yeah. Get that nostalgia. Sure, that right. nostalgia. Yeah. But anyways, and then I, I uh, you know, I just I'm playing a lot of solo games. A lot of I'm a huge RPG guy, and most RPGs back then were not they were they weren't online. And now you know with Destiny, it's all the other, we'll talk about Destiny later. But that game is always online, and you're always interacting with people and everything like that. So that that was a special thing for me. And Destiny was I was like, all right, this is cool. But Deuce is one of the main reasons why I really started playing online because you know with Call of Duty, it was like Johnny really got a. All the cool kids are playing Call of Duty. It's a lot more fun with friends. Yeah, you're like, all the cool kids are playing Call of Duty. You need to check it out. So I ended up buying it, and we started playing, and I was like, wow, this is a lot more fun playing with people you know. Like, it's one thing, you know, strangers, but playing with friends you already know is really bad. It's a lot more fun. It's so much fun. And that's kind of wondering, like, is it because of the gamers, because of the friends? That's true. Yeah. Uh, But because I like single-player campaigns, uh, like I did with Black Ops 2 and Ghost, I will play the campaign for uh, Advanced Warfare, and you'll probably do the same thing, Deuce. Yeah, I, I usually, to be honest with you, there's years where I haven't played the single player campaign because usually when I get it, I jump right into multiplayer and oh, just yeah. start like leveling up and playing. Like, I, it usually will take me a month or two to jump into the story mode and actually beat that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever finished a story mode on Call of Duty. I'm really, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, the funny thing is, normally I don't like uh, Black Ops Two. I didn't finish. I finished Black Ops One, and I think I finished Modern Warfare. One and two, I didn't finish the story for Modern Warfare 3. Because it was usually like, I'm playing the single player and I'm like, I could be a multiplayer, like leveling up right now and getting points and shit. So it's like, fuck this. The multiplayer is more fun. That's what I love about the Rainbow Six games is you could play the single player campaign and what you did unlocks stuff in the multiplayer. So like, you felt like you were getting a full. 
experience. Full, I don't know. I feel like you got a full experience that way. Yeah. But uh, to answer his question, uh, I'm going to play. Yeah, yeah I'll play it. Deuce. Sure. Deuce, you're going to get it? I'm going to get it, and you're but probably going to borrow I'll is what it. he's going to do. He's I'll, gonna, no, I'll get it. I'll you get think? It. Yeah, I bought <laughs> okay. Ghost. I bought Ghost. Yeah. I'll get it. I'll, I'll check it out. It's fine. I'm just saying, if we've been so wrapped up in Destiny, I, I would be surprised. I yeah. totally was waiting for you to go, yeah, Deuce, when, whenever you get done, I'll borrow for a yeah. couple weeks yeah. and like, blow through the story yeah. and call it a day. All right, well, my question now. Okay. And this is a long question. Uh, I will paraphrase as best I can without, you know, still getting the, you know, give the, us the TLDR if exactly, you will. Exactly. Exactly. Um, our friend Tim B, the Enchanter, Tim B, from Los Angeles, California. We got people from California listening to us. Cool. That's pretty awesome. Out California way. California, and that is the Pacific time zone, right? That's three hours. Like. Never eat sour watermelons. That's West Coast. That's yeah. Pacific. I do that with compass directions. Never eat soggy waffles. Oh. So right now it is no. uh, like nine o'clock. It's six. Never o- eat sour watermelons, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Like right now it's nine o'clock at night East Coast, so it's yeah. six o'clock their time. So yeah. it's like a three-hour difference. I so, should know this. That's when I always play the League of Legends matches. Yep. Yeah. California time. So, Tim, he's a big um, PC MMO guy. Yeah, PC Master Race. What's up? He he said from his many years of World of Warcraft, well, this guy's played everything MMO, to Star Wars, The Old Republic, Neverwinter, and all the communities in those games were very accessible. Mm-hmm. Though sometimes not for the better. Yeah. Uh, there be trolls or whatever he says. <laughs> in games like WoW, if you need to help finishing a quest or running a dungeon or even a raid, you can simply spam the all chat channel. That's correct. And you'll eventually find help. They've even added more features to, to yeah. help you out with that. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to In Destiny, though you see other players in the world or in the tower or in the matchmaking, you feel so cut off from them. Unless you join a voice chat, you have no way of communicating them in game. The community is completely separate from the game. I mean, you have to log in to Bungie.net to find other players. He said it's incredibly frustrating um, to only know a few people who play on his platform. Because think about it. Destiny is a multi-platform yeah. game. Yeah. Right? And no, don't cross they streams. Don't cross no. They don't cross platforms. So, like, if you have an Xbox 360 guy or Xbox One, even yeah. those don't cross. So, like, right. you can't wow. chat with your friends. So, no you're being no. separated pretty, you know. And uh, you think, you know, here he's saying all PCs are connected, essentially. Yeah, like, are. anyone can chat. Yeah. Um, since we have no way of matchmaking or ability to post LFG in-game... I LFG no means looking for group. It's See? a feature they have in other MMOs where, like, you can... It's basically like you can queue up, like... Uh-huh. And, and while they haven't rift, and while the way it works is, like, say you're a healer, well, you just go to this one menu, you click, I'm looking for a group as a healer. And then what it'll do is other people queue up like, oh, I'm looking for group as DPS. I'm looking for group right. as a tank. And then when it's got the five people together, puts you together, throws you into a dungeon. That's pretty So badass. you don't even have to like go into the chat and be like, yeah. oh, you guys want to do blah, blah, blah. Are you saying that they up. should have that option? Okay. That would be a good uh, option. My I friend and I MMOs. are forced to struggle through three-man in-game content with just the two of us or do not do it at all. This is incredibly broken. Full-type chat on a console isn't a viable option. But yeah. a game like Destiny needs needs ways in-game for players to reach out to other in a mass way to build the community and grow the game. What are ways that Bungie can fix this? Signed, Tim from Los Angeles. I really like the queue-up idea that he mentioned the LFG. I think that would work perfectly, especially because it, from what I haven't played Destiny, but when you guys told me, there's not really like what I just talked about, about like no, tank, healer, DPS role. So you could just queue up and be like, hey, I'm looking for 
two other people to do this, and then they could beat two other people who are randomly queued up, put your three together, send you off to the dungeon. Because right now, what he's saying is the only way you can do that is go to the Bungie app and go through on the app and download this, and then you type chat on the message board, and then the message board, you have to wait for them to respond. It is a pretty uh, yeah, archaic let's, let's way of doing it. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah, people pretty... are lazy. They ain't going to do that. No. So... The a way to fix this, I mean, there should be... Right now, if you see someone in your world, you can go up to and hit R3, the little analog button, yeah. and it'll give you options to look at the character. Yeah. And then it'll give you the option to invite for tar- fire team. So once they invite you to your fire team, you can talk to them. But sometimes you just want to say, hey, I need this, or I'm looking for this. Do you know where this is? There's like a quick little chat. There's no option available unless you f- right. unless you go out of the message, go to, to the them. friends list, oh, and goodness. find them as recent players. You're not. Yeah. It, it's, it's pretty it's, hard. Yeah, that sounds it's, convoluted. It, it's very. So what convoluted. I think they should do is have an option that you hit on. You know, with the PlayStation Four controller, you have a little touchpad. Be able to hit the touchpad. It'll bring up a menu, and then it'll highlight that player, and then you can just do like a quick little like, "Hey, what's up? Hi, how you doing?" or whatever. Like just, a like a radio menu. Like okay. a regular menu. So that that makes me think of something. I play another MMO called Planet Side Two. It's a uh, MMO FPS, they do two things like that. They have the radio menu, like you just hit V1, and it'll be like thank you, or V2, and it'll be like uh, I need a I need a medic. Another thing they do is that they support um, area voice comms. Like if you have a headset, you can talk, and like within I don't know how the radius it's a short radius. You the other people that are near you, grouped or not, will hear what you're saying. Yeah, I, I like that as well. Yep, I'm I'm in agreement with that, Deuce. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Well, yeah, girl. There you go, Tim. Thank you for writing in for with your sunny LG California. Idea. Yeah. So, and I hope you played Horde and yeah. Alliance and hitting hitting the the sweet spot for Marcus. He like, he got a soft side there. He loves he loves I'm MMOs. I'm an MMO fanboy. Okay, Marcus, you're up. So our next question comes in from Corbin. He says, "Hello, Happy Hour. Love the show. I listen to every episode. So, what is your guys' number one game coming out for the holiday season? Any upcoming games after the holiday season you're looking forward to? Also, any predictions for WrestleMania season?" Also, favorite beers. Sincerely, a Happy Hour fan. Postscript, my mama also raised me not to talk with my dick out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So nice. somebody listened to our last episode. Yes. I, I'm <laughs> very, funny. very glad. So I thought I'll start off. Um, there's a shit ton, and that is a um, correct message. Is that metric shit ton? Metric shit yes, ton metric of games coming ton. out from this point on until now. Uh, I'll just say the biggest game coming out in my opinion that's got me the most interested is two games um there is far cry 4 which far cry 3 was phenomenal uh and then dragon age inquisition because i know i need a meaty game rpg that i can log 100 100 hours into 150 hours into this will be game because i haven't got a game this year that can really log in like you know well destiny obviously is that's different but like a you know single player campaign that i can just log a hundred hours plus hours into and i need to have something like that to get the old school johnny there into that so those are two games i'm looking for the most give, give us like two deuce that you're looking forward to well i would say because i've said next month is my big month because i've got three games coming out right i got far cry 4 i've got assassin's creed unity and i've got uh call of duty Advanced what's your Warfare. favorite if you have to pick one that's like your had main to pick game one out of the three as much as i hate to say it it probably would be Assassin's Creed just because I'm a huge, huge shooter fan. Like, FPS is my favorite kind of game, hands down. Um, But I'm playing so much Destiny right now that I feel like I need something to balance it out with because Mm -hmm. I'm glad I got Alien um, Isolation, which I'm having fun with. Um, But I'm definitely going to want something to kind of balance it all that out. So I think Assassin's Creed probably would be the way to do it. So Cool. 
Anything you looking forward to at all this year? Um, I mean, I'm technically already playing it because I got into the alpha, but I'm really looking forward to Heroes of the Storm, which is Blizzard's MOBA that they're working on. Yeah. It is phenomenal. It's so much better than like League and Dota. It's like the best MOBA I've ever played, and I've played a fair share of MOBAs. Um, okay, I need Captain Dummy Talk. What's a MOBA? A MOBA is a, a multiplayer online battle arena, such as the most popular is League of Legends. Dota okay. 2 is also very popular. Basically, the general way it works is there's five players. It's a player versus player kind of thing. Okay. And um, it's top-down RTS style, like old StarCraft, if you yeah. think like that. It's basically on a Warcraft 3 mod, so it handles okay. a lot like that. And uh, it's five champions versus five champions, and the basic objective is to defeat the other person's base. That's okay. something they all have in common. You get into differences and variations yeah based but basically on each MOBA. It's you want to blow up the other person's base right. and they want to blow up your base and you've right. got five guys and the other the team guy's has got five, five guys, guys and, and you go after each other okay. correct so okay. but blizzard's got a fantastic one coming out um other than that it's kind of sketchy because the other games i was kind of looking forward to have already come out this year but i guess one that's still coming up would be probably warlords of drainer not to sound too much like a blizzard fan but the new wow expansion the mrs and i are probably going to pop back into that and see all the new stuff yeah, because you two, just to kind of give a little bit of Marcus' background, you two are both mostly PC players, because do you have any consoles? Um, we have we had all the previous generation consoles. We're probably going to be getting a PlayStation 4 soon, but okay. I primarily play PC. PC. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So that, that explains a lot with all yeah. like the MMO love and stuff mm-hmm, like the that. The MOBAs and all yeah. that. I don't think they have any console MOBAs yet. No. That's the question I just asked. And he oh, s- they said, uh, favorite beers? Oh yes, the beers. How could we forget that? Man, that's that's tough. Because for me, asking me what my favorite beer is is kind of asking a parent what their favorite child yeah, is. Yeah, there's a lot of good yeah, beer out there. Um, what I'm are we a, drinking right now, oh, gentlemen? Well, I'm drinking straight up Miller Lite. I have a Yingling in my can. Yeah, which I really love Yingling as like a standard. Beer. Yeah, that yeah. Yingling is my go-to. That's what I've been drinking tonight yeah. as well. That's just a good beer. Cheap that's go-to too, beer. Yeah. How about a good, craft beer? To get a hold you guys of. like craft beers? I like this. Um, a local beer. I think they. I want to say they brew it in Melbourne, but I could be mistaken. It's called uh, Native. It's a lager. Oh, I love Native. Native is so Native good. Native is really That's good. That's my favorite right Have now. you ever had Native? I, I can't say that I've had Native. He introduced yeah. it to me. Oh, my goodness. Native is excellent. My go-to craft beer right now is pretty much anything by Cigar City Brewing over oh, in Tampa. Oh, yeah. They make good stuff. Oh, um, yeah. great stuff. And my, my biggest go-to, because I'm a huge IPA fan, is oh, this. Oh, I wish I could like IPAs. Oh, I love. IPAs are hands I, down my favorite. They're, so. they're so hoppy to me. But but I have like this strange relation with IPAs. Like I yeah. drink a little bit, and I'm like, oh, my God, the flavor is so good. Yeah. This, they, oh, my God, hops. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's one of those things. And I think maybe that's part of the reason why I like them so much. Because if you give me a Miller Lite or a Miller High Lite like for something. It's like drinking water, man. It's just like drinking water. Mm-hmm. I'll Pound them motherfuckers, yeah. and I'll be fine. But with an IPA, I'll sip on it and and really kind of enjoy it, and it'll last longer. Yeah, the flavors are so good in oh, IPAs. Yeah. And they get so much bolder. Oh yeah, and the Cigar City's got a good one. It's called High Lie, and their High Lie IPA is amazing. And Sam Adams just put out a new one called Rebel IPA, which is good because you can go most places and they've got Sam, Sam Adams, Adams yeah. even if they're not a craft beer bar, right? And most of them are carrying. Even if they don't have it on draft, in a bottle, they'll have the yeah, Rebel right, IPA, right. and it's a good go-to IPA if you're out and they don't have like a huge craft beer stock, because we're lucky. I know uh, yeah, you, craft beers are pretty popular craft in beers our town. Craft beers are super yeah. popular, and then on top of that, where me and Johnny go a lot of times, and, and you and, and Nikki, I think, are starting to go more, too, is Player mm. One. Oh, yeah. And Player One's got that only crap, craft yeah, beer. That's they it. only have craft beer. Oh, yeah. Beer. We, yeah. Me and... <laughs> And, and a gentleman who will remain nameless had a conversation about maybe getting like a cheaper beer on tap, and I mentioned that maybe he had to put PBR in there. And, oh, and he, no, he told me he said, "Deuce, 
I will never have PBR on tap. And if you ever bring up PBR in, in my bar again, I'm kicking you the fuck out. <laughs> and I was like, okay. That's funny. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I'm not. I love just regular beer, like you know, like Yingling and whatever. Just beer in general, I'm, I'm happy yeah. with. I, I haven't had the luxury of tasting a lot of craft beers, but uh, I'm a big fan of hard ciders. So yeah. like oh, Woodchuck, yeah. Angry Orchard, I'm a big fan of those. Well, love... Cigar City just started making their own they hard did, cider, they, which think, is really, really good. I think my wife tried that one. I think she said I like it was yeah. really good. They Play- just, just got it at yeah. Player One, and Player it's one has fabulous. This, Player One has yeah. this really nice hard root beer I really like. Yeah, yeah that's that really, really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, so. Rose got addicted to that. They sell that at uh, ABC. Yeah, because I had to give her the ABC where it was at. Everybody knows on Facebook, your go-to alcoholic is Deuce. So she's like, Deuce, where do they have it? And I'm like, oh, it's... At the ABC, <laughs> and it's on this aisle right next to this. And she's like, thank you so much. And now they've got one that's actually a ginger ale. It's a hard ginger oh, ale. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I, I had it the other weekend with your wife after our live gig for yeah. gamers. Yeah. And it was really, really good. I was super impressed because I was like, well, let's see. Because root beer, it would be easy to hide some right. alcohol in it. Yeah. But ginger ale is so kind of light and fluffy. Right. I was afraid the alcohol was going to overpower it, but it was perfect because it tasted awesome. just like ginger ale but i think it had like a 5.7 alcohol content because yeah so i was like it's got the same amount as a budweiser right, does right. so you know but yeah. i dug it oh so there you go Dang deuce it. you're up yep. Ooh, ah. all right this comes from mrs b why do they call him donkey kong if he's not a donkey I think I actually know the answer to this question. What is that Do one? you? Okay. I think. Do you want to take on. that one first? We can go this question, question, question this one. Because this is a multi-question one. So I think he ended up with the name Donkey Kong. And this is, I'm hoping I'm right on this. If I'm not, you can correct me. But I'm pretty sure he was originally supposed to be King Kong when they were originally making the game. Oh, But wow. they couldn't okay. get the licensing from Universal to call him King Kong. But they had already made this whole game around him. Yeah. So they were like, oh, we need to change the name because we can't say King Kong. So um, I... See, that's the opposite story I heard. What was the story the st- you heard? Okay, the story I heard was whatever donkey meant in, like, Japanese was, like, dick or penis or something. So they're like, fuck, what are we going to do? We can't call this thing, like, Penis Kong or whatever. So they went with donkey because whatever the translation for the game was in, you know, English came out, like, Penis Kong or something. So they changed it to Donkey. I heard something different. Good. We all. Have, oh my God! This three is, different versions. This, of this is like this an is awesome. urban legend story. <laughs> this is totally like MythBusters. I heard he was originally going to be a donkey, and the drawing was like so a, bad. Uh, and he gonna, like, he was, the he was drawing kick the barrels down the stage. Right. Well, that it, actually makes a lot of fucking he, sense. He was. He now was, that you mention it, like it makes a lot more sense than a goddamn was, gorilla. That he was drawn so bad that the original creator missed. He thought it was like, oh, is that that's a donkey? That's totally a donkey. A donkey, and he goes, no, no, no this is an ape. It's a gorilla, and they're like, we mean like like King Kong and I think maybe maybe all three stories are correct I have we no have idea but we all heard though. three different things so <laughs> we, we each have one part of the story and then you guys right now listening will go Wikipedia and give yeah. us the correct answer but uh, yeah there you go what's the next one okay the next one why does Pluto live in a dog house and eat dog food but Goofy who is also a dog lives in a condo and drives a car and why is Mickey Mouse bigger than his dog Pluto I feel- genetic research I'm really scratching my head here because I feel like someone addressed this issue the Maybe. other day. On I don't know where I heard it, but I don't know why I'm talking know. about it because I seriously don't remember anymore. I don't know. There what, was a reason. Someone told me. And I've I'm going to go with it. Mickey Mouse is bigger than his dog Pluto because it's his dog. Why would his dog be bigger than him? Like, Barley's well, my dog, and I'm bigger than Barley is. Well, there, I mean, if you were to put, like, a Great Dane next to my wife, that dog might be bigger than her. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, good point. I guess but it she's would but on she's the abnormally part. short, so that's yeah. that's true. Yeah. Oh well, so, yeah. It, but right. I don't I don't know I don't why know Pluto uh, lives in a doghouse. I guess because maybe, it's Mickey's dog. Maybe maybe Pluto came first, so yeah. they were like, oh, he's just a dog, and no. Mickey's got to have a dog or whatever. Yeah. And then Goofy came later, and, and they were like, like, well, we've already got this animal person theme yeah. going on. True. So let's yeah. Okay. Well, here's my own question: Why the fuck can Pluto not wear pants, but Goofy's got to wear pants. Donald doesn't wear pants. No. Yeah, what's up with all these anthro... Anthropomorphic? Thank you! Animals walking around with their dicks out. I don't know. I don't know, man. (laughs) Wait, did you ever watch Bobby's World when you were younger? Yes! You remember the song, Animals don't wear underpants. I can't say that I remember that one. Oh. All the only one I remember is "Under the Water, the Fish <laughs> yeah, Don't Stink." I love that song. Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. There you go. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Miss B, I think, hit this one on the head. Why does Brock Lesnar have a penis sword tattooed on his chest? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, folks. If you look, it's actually some sort of naval like dagger sword or whatever. I don't know what the name of it is. But uh, it. But when you look at it, because the way he's got huge pecs, and the way he has the pecs is like he has like a sternum, and it almost looks like a, a slit for a pee hole for a penis. <laughs> Yo, it, it, totally, it does. Have you seen it? If you seen it, it okay, lo- no, get your phone out. Google looks, Brock Lesnar. We're doing tattoo. this. We're doing this live yeah. on the podcast yeah. right now. We You've got to look at this because this thing totally looks like a dick. No, it doesn't, Mister Lesnar. Your tattoo looks amazing because you could fantastic. fucking kill me. Our, there goes but our Brock Lesnar sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it looks like a giant cock. Just type uh, Brock Lesnar tattoo, chest yeah. tattoo, and you'll find it on Google. Oh, but it's got to be. It's on weird there. because he's got huge pecs, and the way yeah. his pecs are, it makes it look like it's. It's usually when you go sword, you go from large to small. Yeah. But the way his pecs are is it goes from large to small, and then large again, like it's yeah. a, like at the head like, of a penis. Yeah, it's like there's a definite shaft. And yeah. There's a well defined <laughs> yeah. head. This man has a penis on his chest. <laughs> it doesn't look like a penis, right? <laughs> I told you. Yeah. Maybe he thought it, he was going for a sword. He thought maybe that it would be like uh, the Eye of Thundara. Like he could be right. Lino. Be like, give me sight beyond sight. But the oh, you know what he should have done? Should have like, made it longer, guy. and then he could have used his belly button for like the little eye piece <laughs> where Lino puts it. You know, that would have been perfect. <laughs> that would have been perfect. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh wow. Man. Okay, Mrs. B. Anything else? Nope. That was all okay. for Mrs. B. And it is Marcus's turn. Let's see. I got a question here from Ryan Elmore, who writes, Who would win in a fight, a Wookiee or a Wampa? No weapons, just brawn and wit. Thank you. Brian. So, those of you who don't know... I had to do research on this question, by the way. Oh, fail. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a Star Wars uh, question, no, Brian. it's not. Wookiees yeah. are Star Trek, obviously. Yeah, st- obviously. <laughs> uh, Wookiee is obviously Chewbacca, uh, his race of creatures um, from the planet Kashyyyk. And uh, they're really tall, seven feet tall. Um, they can bench press 450 pounds. Thank you, Wikipedia, for that one. And a wampa is a snow creature on the See, planet Hoth. That was and, the one that strung Luke up by his feet. And they're about the same height. Maybe the wampa's a little bit taller. Uh, man, the way the way that wampa was just ripping up stuff, and he's got the long, sharp claws because of ice being on ice and all that. And he's got those fucking horns on his head, too. Yeah, I, I, would, I would have to go wampa, even though I love... Chewbacca, because he's got the blaster and all that. I'm glad that I disagree with you guys. Otherwise, this would be really boring. Well, I yeah. think me and you are going to be on the same page because I'm totally going with the Wookiee. Yeah, the Wookiee's without a doubt. smarter. Exactly. That's yeah, like, what I was going to say. The Wookiee will outthink yep. him. Wampa in yeah. sheer strength. He's feral. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if it's okay, if we're going like straight up old school WWF steel cage match, 
Wampa wins. If we're going on like a, a straight up fight where you're using your surroundings and being, you know, somewhat smart, yeah, Wookie the Wookiee wins. Man? Yeah, okay, let the Wookiee win. Yeah, there we go. Let the Wookiee win. Thank that was you. that was a uh, quote. That from, was a Star Trek reference. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Deep Space Nine. Something. Yeah. All right, Deuce, you're up. Okay. We've got one more question, and we're missing I'm, out of this. I'm out of questions. because yeah, yeah. there's one more we definitely got in there. Oh, well, you got I have two sitting over there. to bring to the table so here we go. when we okay, get to it. Okay, because we got a really long one coming up, but I'll go That's ahead and do mine said. next. Okay. okay. All right. So this is from Samantha M. It says, hey, fellows, I'm a 24-year-old female from Kentucky. I'm also a gamer. You two are, are hilarious, and I usually agree with all of your comments on video games. I was wondering, what is the worst game you two have ever played? Ooh. Thanks, Samantha. Ooh, yeah. I've got that's, some. That's going to open games. up the can worms there. Mini worms. Oh my goodness, that's Such opening worm. up. So uh, controversial. Let me start off uh, wow. because I actually saw this question in advance, and I've done my research. Memory. Cheater, cheater, well, pumpkin eater. eater. Yes. I could not. If I was making a top five list of the worst games ever made, there's one game that will be on that list. Sonic 06. Sorry, go ahead. Superman 64. Ooh, good one. That game was a train wreck. It was horrible. Uh, if you don't know, it was a game... I don't even know how to explain it. It's that bad. Uh, you flew around, but then you, you took a lot of damage. Like, you could be vulnerable, and, like, it wasn't a very good game. It was based off the animated series, if memory serves. Yeah, the one yeah. from the 90s. Yep, Which I love the animated series. That was great. But it just was horrible, not well marketed. It didn't sell very well, and it didn't review very well. It's because it was a horribly made game. You only got to see the first two stages, because that yep. was the only ones that you could actually play. The first right. stage was almost like... Uh, if you remember the training from Star Fox where you right. had to fly through the right. rings, right. it was like that. Picture that with god-awful controls. Yeah, it was horrible. Uh, very wonky all over the place. Um, so yeah, Superman 64. I'll go with another one. Uh, E.T. E.T. on the original Atari was horrible. It was so bad they had to bury them in the yeah, desert. I in the desert. I don't think I've ever, yeah. I've never played it. But I've heard of it. Yeah, it's it's not good. Um, I did a video of it a long time ago, uh, just as a review uh, of it. It's not very good. You're, you're essentially ET, and you're going around. You're you're trying to collect um, M&Ms. M&M, or Reese's pieces, mm-hmm. pieces, Reese's pieces, and then you got to find pieces to call Elliot to go home. It's really dumb and really <laughs> stupid, dumb. So. Those two games are horrible. And there's probably others, but Marcus has a couple on Man, his head right I've now. I've got like six in my mind that I could pull off. Just do a couple. Uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde for Nintendo, which is a side-scroller. I never played that. It's god-awful, and <laughs> controls are awful, and it's impossible, and you have no idea what you're actually supposed to do. You have no idea how to attack. You have no idea what can hurt you and what can't hurt you. Wow. It's absurd. Um, see... Uh, I figure one of the go-tos that everyone's going to say I mentioned a second ago is Sonic 06. It's god-awful, glitchy, horrible yep. controls. Yep. Uh, Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. Because of the translation, C. not because of the gameplay. It was the so translation. That, that's why I hesitate to say that yeah. one. Because okay. him and I are we'll a little explain. bit... Well, because, okay, back in the day when you had... Konami was the ones that... Konami was doing uh, Castlevania. See? And okay. so Konami, they had to have a team that was going to uh, translate everything into English. Oh, so from Japanese. That's why right. you okay. never. That's why back in the day, you never got games that were simultaneous launch because you actually had to have a team, the development team that would go in and do the English version. Right. So you had to have, take time to. But think about it. Most people don't think about this. You're not just translating the dialogue. You're translating every little piece of text that's throughout the, the whole game. game. So yeah. like the, everything. So it took several months. So that's why it would take a while for games. Mm-hmm. Now they make games, a lot of the games are made at the same time. Like, yeah. hey, we know we're going to put this in in, right. uh, in the West, so they're going to 
and knock them out. But the translation wasn't very good. Uh, it, yeah. it meant they were saying things that well, you probably know, but they, right. it was saying things that weren't correct. It misinterpreted. Right. Uh, There's places was, where you can get lost. My but. favorite was the NPC that said, I am error. Yep. So, but the problem was, is if you remember, I'm sure you played the original Castlevania. It was just a straight up side scrolling. Yep. I'm going to yeah. whip shit and yep. fight yeah. monsters, and that's yeah. it. Yep. Castlevania 2, they started to incorporate RPG elements into yep. it. Like, okay. They were like, go collect these items and go yep. to this area and all this, which is fine when it's all translated properly because you could get the context clues that you needed from the NPCs. So you knew know. what you were doing. Like, right. I need to go get six yeah, bottles like, of holy water or some right. shit. Or but when whatever. they translated, they would leave all that shit out. So you're so, just like, yeah. the, you go, like I just mentioned, there was an NPC, you go into a room and he'd be like, I am error. And you're like, Okay. Fuck am I supposed to? But yeah. what am I doing? I think yeah. they fixed it with the the virtual console, didn't they? Probably. I would they, imagine I, they so. fixed they ported it. it to the yeah, they ported console. it virtual console and updated it because I, I have it on the 3ds and oh, it, it wasn't. It, it, they, fixed they fixed the it. translation. So they fixed the yeah, that probably make it playable. But the original release was was just unplayable. And then one of the things that I like to pick out about, it, which is kind of nitpicky, is they would have um, a day and a night cycle in this game. Like okay. some stages, it, it was just a natural passage of time, and the changes yeah. would ch- the the stages would change from day to night. Right. Like daytime, the monsters would be weaker you could fight them easier yeah. nighttime they would be tougher okay but every time there was a transition a little text box would pop up and it'd be like if you're going from day to night it'd be like what a horrible night for a curse but the text would go so slow yep. it would yeah. be like what a, a horrible night for and you'd be like mashing the a button like yeah. i just want to play the game yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness what about you deuce deuce um the one I really remember that sticks with me just because it hurt my little heart was <laughs> I was like five or six, and I got the er- original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. Oh, my Ness. God. How did I forget that game? Yeah. God. I got it. Okay. We, I got I, Okay. So, we're going we're gonna to rewind, <laughs> rewind. story a little He's bit. He's got to preface his comments yeah. here. So, at the time, I'm like five, six. Super, super young. We only had a local video store that rented video games. Oh man, I remember it, those. Yeah, and it was it was Cinemaster was yeah, the one. Like, it was in Haines City. Probably little mom and pop joint. Oh, total yeah. little mom and pop joint. <laughs> like the people that that like owned it went to our church. Yeah. So like you know I I went and I saw they had Ninja Turtles but they didn't have it in stock and she's like oh it's out and I said well my mom was like well can we put you know Kyle's name down for a waiting list. She's like, sure, but just so you know, it's like seven people deep. Jeez, and marriage. Well, yeah, yeah Ninja Turtles was hype back then. Oh, well, it was, it was super hype. And this now. is friggin' Haines City, where this yeah. is like the only video store in probably I don't know twenty thirty mile radius. Mm-hmm. So she was like, that's fine. Just put his name on the list and phone number. We did all that. So it was like a random ass Tuesday night. We get a phone call from Cinemasters. The game's in. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck, it's Tuesday. Because, you know, my parents wouldn't let me stay up that late. And she's like, well, honey, you really wanted it. You know, you've been on this waiting list. We'll just go get it. I was like, okay. I was so fucking excited. I don't know why I did this, but I moved my Nintendo from the bedroom to the kitchen where mom was cooking so she could see me play it. <laughs> and this was like an old, like, 70s style, like, RCA. Yeah, <laughs> where you went click, <laughs> click, click. Yeah. Channel 3. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it had the bunny ears and shit, so I'm hooking it up, and I'm all excited, and I start it, and I play it, and I'm like, what the fuck? 
like you well, couldn't do anything. Especially the underwater yeah. level. That's the one. Oh, that oh, game that underwater level can suck my balls. Constantly. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah. And for a little kid with Parkinson's, yeah. You think I'm doing that? Like normal fucking people can't even uh, do that. No, that so, was, it was yeah. you couldn't get past, that was like level two or something. Like you couldn't get to the third world with yeah. the open world map where you're actually driving the, the, oh, God, but the Well no, even you the started that, had... but like you had to go to the it was a uh what do they call that shit where it blocks water? It was a dam. Right. And you had to go to the dam and right. then once you got done at the dam you had to go through the and you never had enough fucking life by the no, time no. you got there to get through no. the seaweed. No. I don't even know what's past the seaweed. Like I don't, I never, Jesus I could be on the other once. side of that goddamn seaweed. I got I threw it once. Know. I don't remember, but I got through it once. It Game was not. Genie, baby. It wasn't worth yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for me that would be it for sure. Okay. All right. Um, I have the next two questions. Um, our next question is from Nathan, and he asked us a couple of questions. He said, "Cross-platform game." you're most looking forward to. And I think we kind of answered that one earlier. Yeah, um, Assassin's Creed for Assassin's me. Assassin's Creed for you. Uh, probably Far Cry 4, Four for, for me. You. Nothing? Okay. <laughs> uh, w- when will Kyle call it a Kinect instead of a Kinetic? <laughs> ah, I was wondering that one myself. Yeah, yeah he, he does. I don't know. I always call it kinetic. K- kinetic for some reason. Uh, what is it? A Kinect or a Kinetic? Kinect. 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 It's Kinect. Okay, he always says Kinect. Kinetic. I, I don't know. I never correct him. I don't know why. <laughs> just because it's hilarious. Yeah. Like, yeah, I wouldn't exactly. correct me either. Like, I just let him run right. yeah. And the last question is, um, this may be supply to me and you on this yeah. one. Favorites for the AFC and NFC champs? Okay. If there's one thing I know, it's feet ball. It's 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 the foosball. I'll take oh, yeah. this. I'll take this question okay. first. Um, I'm blown away by Philip Rivers this year. I think he sh- he should be up for the MVP for the for the NFL. He's phenomenal this year, and he's always been a, a mainstay. You know, solid, Mister Reliable, and their defense is looking fantastic. Special teams looks fantastic. Uh, as a, as a fantasy Houston Iron and a fantasy yeah. football, uh, we love. I mean. They've done a really good job all around. Um, is it Malcolm Floyd, whatever his name is? He's fan- he's fantastic. Uh, I'd say, yeah, I think uh, the, the Chargers are the best team in the AFC. Uh, NFC is pretty mixed because as Deuce and I know, NFC, there's not really uh, – Cowboys are 5 or 4 and 1, whatever they are. I don't buy it. They Tony Romo is going to do what he always does, and he's going to throw a pick and interception and win the big game. So they're not going to go to the Super Bowl. Sure, they knocked off some good teams this year: the, Se- the Seahawks, the Saints, whatever. They're they're, they're not. Mm, but I don't I don't believe in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I don't believe them in the NFC this year. Uh, I'd have to go with the NFC. What would I have to go with? What do you think, Deuce? Uh, well, my pick would definitely be the Denver Broncos for Payton, AFC for okay. AFC for sure. Let's and, go, yeah, Broncos. Just, well, just because, man, like Peyton Manning's killing it, and as long as yeah. he can stay healthy, I think that they will get to the they'll Super get Bowl. Super Bowl, and then they'll yeah. get slammed again, yeah, like they did probably. Last year. They'll get it, destroyed because that defense is something I've been touting uh, for the last five years. I, I yeah. said Denver's defense is horrendous. Even when Tim Tebow was playing, they were an own fourteen to start for a reason, folks. Their defense, their linebackers are decent, but their secondary gives up. More coverage. Oh, they yeah. get you on the. Th- oh, mm-mm. so girl, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, Marcus, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So NFC team. NFC team be the Eagles. Like the Eagles Ooh, are having card. a phenomenal wild year. Card. Like if I you like look, that. they've only had I want to say one loss so far. I don't season. remember. If it's not one, it's two. But still, you know, we've had six games so far, and to only lose one or two of the first six is pretty good. And they're putting up good numbers. And I mean, it's it's a solid team. So I'm I'm gonna say my pick would be Eagles and Broncos. So 
Cool. I think um, the Colorado Lakers are the team <laughs> to look out for this year. You All know, right. They pulled the goalie in the third inning, and I really think that okay. was a critical play. I agree. They really pulled it out. We have our friend Sharina Pratt. Uh, I'm going to condense hers because she's got a million questions. Uh, I'm going to condense it. Because but they're great they're questions. They're great just, questions. Just, just so, so you know. We say that they are first. amazing questions. Um, we'll start off with the taboo topic for this table. Yeah, taboo. Only one of the three actually watched the show. Okay. Uh, doctor Who. Um, who's your favorite doctor? Ooh. I like the one with the rainbow scarf, and I don't watch Doctor oh, Who. Jesus Christ. I like the good looking one. So, Tenet? Yeah. That's I what guess. everybody says. I don't know. I, it, for me, it's a tie between uh, Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant. So, I don't know who Eccleston is. Eccleston was the f- when when they started New Who, he was the first Doctor, and he only did one season. Was he nine? Is that two thousand five? Like the yeah, brand new, the brand new oh, one, okay. which we call New Who. So that would been two thousand five, and yeah, he that was nine. Th- that was two thousand nine, okay. and he was the first Doctor, and he only did one season, and then uh, th- at the end of that season is when they had the regeneration, and the first it, it was actually the first Christmas special for New Who. Was David Tennant, and I really, really love David Tennant. I love these He's questions. The fan favorite, by the way. I feel like just because all my friends are in the Doctor Who, so I just like get. Well, I'm. I'm I really, know everyone else's friends. Me yeah. and Marcus are. Uh, well, just to preface yeah. our comments, me and Marcus and our our wives do not watch uh, Doctor Who. The, well, look, before we move on to the rest of these questions, let's let's take care of the fucking elephant in the room. I like Why? Elephants. I tried watching it. I picked it up with uh, Ninth Doctor, and I just I with just couldn't get into it. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't hook me. You may, and this is a big may, want to try again and just jump on an Eccleston because, or not Eccleston, excuse With me, tenant. Yeah, just because you might, it might be easier. Because see, the thing is, and, and I'll be the first one to admit, the first four to six episodes of New Who with Christopher Eccleston, it's tough because that's, the budget, the budget isn't really good. Some of it looks a little hokey, yeah. like. It got a lot better in that second season, and to be honest with you, I mean, yes, there is important pieces you need to know, but the good thing with Who, for the most part, is you can kind of jump on whenever you want, and you won't get everything, but you'll get enough that you'll still enjoy yourself. Right. And then if you once you really get on the bandwagon and start liking it, you're going to go back. And yeah, watch you're going to go back and watch it because you want to uh, know all the little. Pieces, I want to give but. Shana a gold star here because her, her she is the most thoughtful person. She wrote so many amazing questions, and the nice thing is a lot of these are one word answers, so it's it may look like a huge list, but it's not very big. So Sharina, yeah. my hats off to you. Um, Wow, such thought into this questions. I, I'm, I'm excited to read these. Well, friggin' read it. You're okay. So, much so real quick, uh, favorite companion and why? Deuce. Um, oh, actually, that's super easy. It's Captain Jack Har- Harkness. And he is my favorite companion because he came on with the first season with Christopher Eccleston. And he was kind of this bad boy, con man, time traveler. But for me, it was really cool because he is, uh, I would call him sexually fluid. So he's like bi, not even bisexual, pansexual, and was like the first really, really cool LGBT character that I can remember seeing on TV. Mm-hmm. And especially with it being such a family friendly show, to have this character and yeah, act like awesome, like that it's it, it's dude, he's no just big deal. no like, big deal. He's just, he's just he's Captain. I Jack. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah that's cool. and he hits on guys, he hits on girls, hit on a fucking alien because he's that's just awesome. he's why not? Captain Jack. Yeah. That's cool. I he's appreciate super that. Super duper cool. That's my answer now, too. I haven't watched it, but that's yeah. now okay. also my answer. Uh, sorry, Serena. We're going to skip question three because that's a really long question. Um, Your favorite Star Wars movie is a long no, question? No, 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 no. Oh. no. Um, 
I don't know about you, Marcus. Before I don't think I can answer the, this next question. I'll let Deuce answer it, but let me ask you real quick. Okay. Do you watch shows on a nightly basis when they live air live? No, neither do I. So Deuce, okay, you might want to. Uh, uh, go I can th- rapid fire these. Rapid fire. <laughs> Favorite Monday night show. Monday night show would be. Right now it's Gotham. Okay. Favorite Tuesday night show. Tuesday night show Supernatural, but also it's a toss up now with Flash because that just started and it's fucking amazing. Balls. Good. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, favorite Wednesday night show. Oh, Arrow. Okay. Vampire. Favorite Thursday night show. Oh, easy Vampire Diaries. Okay. I love how Deuce is so excited. He knows it wrapped off his head. Vampire he doesn't have to think about it. Yeah. Uh, favorite Friday night show. SmackDown. Because okay. they're eating shit on Friday, no. but SmackDown. <laughs> uh, favorite Saturday night show. College football. Favorite Sunday night football. Sunday, oh, Sunday. Sunday, night football. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday night football. No, actually, Sunday night is what I call, is uh, what walking I call dead? my yeah. It's Walking Dead or whatever's on uh, Showtime or HBO because usually like the signature show for HBO like uh, yeah. Game of Thrones and Newsroom right, right, and right, True right. Blood and all that stuff is always on Sunday nights. Okay, so so we can the rest of us can answer all of these. We'll we'll start off in a circle. We'll go Marcus Deuce Johnny. See, favorite Bruce Willis movie. Pulp Fiction. Okay. Die Hard. I have to go Die Hard. Die Hard's really good. Favorite Nick Cage movie? None of them. Okay. Face Off. Ooh, that's a really fucking good one. It is a good one. You got John Travolta Face and you off got is, Nick Cage and they're playing each good, other? It's good, fa- it's good uh, uh, Nick Cage. Oh, like man. That, like, that's, that's Nick Cage. I think it's some of the, his finest acting he's ever. He's pretty fucking good in that. All right. Uh, this should be an easy one. Favorite Star Wars movie? Empire Strikes Back. Return of the Jedi. Empire Strikes Back. High five on doing original trilogy, guys. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, none of that... Uh, none of that new shit. None of that new shit. Favorite color? Blue. Hot pink. Green. Cool. Favorite HBO series? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was easy. Favorite Showtime series? Do you watch Showtime? Uh, anything that has... Boobs and... X-rated nudity in it. A Penny Dreadful right That's now. That's really fucking good. It's really, it's really, really good. good. Penny Dreadful uh, is awesome. Penny Dreadful is amazeballs. Uh, this isn't preference past or present or future. Favorite diva? WWE diva? Lita. Lita, awesome. Good? Yeah. Um, I'm really digging Paige right now. It'd be a toss-up between Paige and AJ Lee right now, probably. Uh, well, Paige three-way tie. I'll throw Natalie We in introduced uh, yeah, online yeah, today. Yeah, Paige earlier today, and I was like, I can, I can dig this chick. She's got <laughs> She's skills. Like, pretty badass. I might have to come over and start <laughs> yeah. watching some wrestling pay-per-views. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me NXT is what he needed to watch. Yeah, that, That's sure. the good shit. Yeah. Uh, past uh, Diva. Can, I, oh, yeah. I, was I, I love Lita. Um, yeah. Gosh. Uh, Trish Stratus is pretty fucking awesome, too. Current Paige, probably. Favorite the Disney? Fabula- what was it? The Fabulous Moolah? Moolah, yep. Yeah, That's old, but, old school there. Yeah, put that one on the list. Uh, favorite Disney park? Favorite Disney park? Pfft, Animal Kingdom. Okay. Uh, I guess it'd be a toss-up between MGM and Epcot. Because I like Epcot because you can drink around the world, and that's fun. Okay, I'm changing my answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like drinking around the world, but I, ride-wise, I like uh, MGM because it's got Star Tours, and yeah, it's got Star the Tours Indiana Jones legit. stunt yeah. show that I like, and I love the fucking Muppets. So Yeah, yeah. I'm changing my answer again to MGM. Yeah. Final yeah. answer. Uh, I, I go, well, it's Hollywood Studios now. It's not MGM. Oh, is it? Oh, oh. Look at, yeah, wah, they did change the name. I, but you can tell we grew up here because yeah, you can call, call it MGM. MGM. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, in 2,000 years from now, they could call it the Pixar Studio, and I'm still calling that bitch MGM. <laughs> uh, I like Epcot. Every, pay, 
every paycheck comes out on Thursday. So that was the whole joke on on that. So, anyways, I used to work for the mouse. Uh, Universal Park, Islands of Adventure. Oh damn, that's a toss up. Um, I'm gonna go with the Universal regular. Because regular, universe. regular Universal, just because I can ride the most stuff there. Okay. Because I can't do roller coasters. True. And uh, I can't do makes flume rides that either. Makes sense. Uh, so okay, the only yeah. thing at Islands Adventure I can ride is Spider Man. Yeah, I was about to say, you can't even do like Jurassic Park. No, I can't do Jurassic Park. I can't do the roller coasters. No Journey Through Hogwarts, none of that. No, I can do the. What was the first Harry Potter ride? The one in the castle? Giant's Journey Through Hogwarts. Okay, that I can do. The new one, fuck that in its mouth because I can't do it because like there's a drop and you're on a cart what? and it's yeah I can't do that throws there, my PTSD all out of whack funny story about um, Journey Through Hogwarts one time the first time my wife and I went on this ride um, there's one part where you're going through the forest around Hogwarts you know which part I'm talking about yeah. and the spiders are like dropping down in front of you the ride broke down right when one of the spiders oh, like dropped right in front shit. of my wife's face and she was freaking out and I was laughing my ass <laughs> off <laughs> she was like oh my god I was like I love yeah. I love Islands of Adventure. I don't get to go. I've only gone like twice. So, um, favorite other favorite theme park? Favorite theme park besides Universal or Disney? Sea World. Okay. I, I don't know to be honest with you because like the only two theme parks I really go to are, are Disney and Universal. And now that they took the freaking hospitality house out of SeaWorld and uh, Bush Gardens, that kind of blows. I actually did go to SeaWorld a couple weeks ago with the folks. The Manta's really good. I like that. Oh, yeah. I have have a roller coaster, so yeah. (laughs) I have a... But Discovery Cove was badass. I don't know if that counts as a theme park, but that 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 is amazeballs. Best family experience I've ever had with my family. I I have a confession to make. Go ahead, girl. I've never been to SeaWorld. Yeah, we should what? go sometime. It's pretty fun. You need to go to that. I'm telling you, Discovery Cove is the greatest thing ever. I could spend happened. the entire yeah. day in the penguin exhibit at SeaWorld. Nice. I love oh, penguins. Yeah. The penguins okay. are badass. Um, these are just rapid fire now. Okay. Bill, what do you prefer, Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton? And to give you uh, reference to those who don't know who these people are, uh, Bill Pullman was in uh, Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a Lone yeah. Star. Uh, gotcha. Bill Paxton was uh, the main guy in Twister. Yep, with Helen Hunt. So if you have a pick a preference, I guess the guy from Spaceballs because okay. I didn't. Mm. Oh, it's totally Paxton. Paxton, Paxton aliens. It's the only guy who's ever he's been killed by the Predator. Yep, the alien yep. and the Terminator. Oh, High I'm five. Sold. Yeah, I'm sold that's, on that. That's amazing. Yeah. I was gonna say if Deuce wasn't gonna say that, I was yeah. gonna say that. So. He's been killed by all three. <laughs> he, so, he's I mean, he's yeah. awesome. Paxton's the man. College football or NFL? Uh, League of Legends. Okay, <laughs> a college football. Um, God, it's a tough one. College football is more fun. Well, college football for me, it's more any given any given Saturday because literally any team can win True. on any Saturday. There's yeah. not. I mean, with the NFL, there's definitely some teams that are shit shows and some teams that are just powerhouses. But any college team, for the most part, could defeat any other college team yeah. on any that given Saturday. Okay. Yeah, no one wants to watch a blowout. That's no. boring. Okay. World World Cup or Olympics? Olympics. World Cup. Olympics. Winter Olympics or Summer Olympics? Summer. I hate the cold. Well, I, I don't like either Olympics, okay, so I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to go Which one do you summer. hate the least? Uh, <laughs> oh, Summer, because there's not all that damn, like, dancing on the, the ice. What do they call that? Um, ice skating? skating? Yeah, there ain't all skating? the damn ice yeah. skating. Yeah. They do gymnastics in summer, though, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, dancing on the float. Yeah. I'll go uh, Summer Olympics ios or android android any day of the week i like my apple phone so he likes ios i go android favorite star trek movie 
She says either reboot or otherwise. Mm. No, she she broke it down better than that. She no, said no, no, Star no, Trek no, original no, 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 generation. No, 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 okay. no, 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 this is the show, and then this is the movie. She's saying you, you Star Trek movie, either reboot original generations or movie wise, and yeah. then underneath the show. So favorite Star Trek movie. Full disclosure, I've never, I might have to hand over my geek card on this one, but I've never watched the original Star Trek movies. I was always really into Star Wars. So I've only seen the reboots, so I would say the first reboot movie that they did. The next generation movies. The ones like, you know, Generations, uh, Insurrection. First Contact. First Contact. We recently went and watched through all of Next Generation because I never watched it, but I haven't watched the movies. First Contact's fucking good, dude. If you get to pick one, First First Contact Contact is like... Write that down. Fucking... Maze balls. Deuce's word. Yeah. Uh, favorite Star Trek series. So was your choice? So you go Star Trek original. No, 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 no. Generations. Your, your, your answer to the last question. What was it? Me? Did I miss it? Yeah. Did you say First Contact? Was that your answer? Oh, I didn't even. No, didn't you didn't even answer, answer the question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first Contact. Easy. First Contact. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. All right. Continue the next question. So the uh, <laughs> favorite uh, Star uh, Star Trek series. And she put original Generation Six Nine Voyager Enterprise. Next Generation. That's the only one I've watched all the way through. Okay. I'm going to go with Next Generation, but a close number two is definitely going to be Enterprise because I watched the entire run of Enterprise when it was on uh, UPN before. Well, was it still UPN back then? Yeah, yeah. it was still UPN. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched like the whole run when it aired on UPN, and I think that's the only one I can say that I watched every single episode when it was on. Because Next Generation, I got like a lot of that in repeats, like back in the oh, day. Oh, I watched it all on Netflix. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. like a year ago. It's I everywhere. It it's the whole Netflix. thing is on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, all the if you look, all, all of, of the Star all Trek series yeah, are we, on there now. We started watching Voyager. Oh, did you? We're still working through that one. Um, it's not even a competition. I mean, Next Generation. I know there's a lot of purists out there that love, say original l- love the original, but that first movie... I'm sorry. I love Jerry Goldsmith, the composer. He did a phenomenal job doing the music. But that first Star Trek movie was boring as shit. It wasn't until Wrath of Khan, Star Trek II, that really put them on the map for movies. And they were obviously had the show that precedes the movies. But still, it's like the the show had some great things going on. And it influenced a lot of people. It's like you have to appreciate the originals. But Ronald D. Moore, the main head writer of Next Generation, that dude's a fucking genius. That dude knows how to write shit. He knows how to write a show. I mean, come on. I'm, he wrote the new Battlestar Galactica. He wrote Battlestar Galactica, Galactica motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I'm getting passionate about this shit. I don't cur- normally curse this I, much on, a, this, on the podcast, but fuck, it's an amazing show. I got a follow-up uh, question on that. Okay. So who's your favorite captain from Star Trek, then? Picard, easily. I assume so. Make it so, number one. Engage. I like Ooh. Picard, too. But I kind of like Janeway as I well, so it's... I, 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 I like the, uh, the the guy from Quantum Leap on Enterprise as captain. Uh, Enterprise. Scott Bakula. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, I liked him as a captain. Like, out of favorite captains, he was my favorite yeah. captain just because I just thought it was really cool. Plus, he was, like, the first Starfleet captain at that point because, like, that True. was their first... Like, like, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, it was really cool because he was dealing with all this shit and had no clue what to do and was mm. just kind of muddling through and doing the best he could. That's Plus, cool. he had a dog, which was badass. <laughs> Like, he had a dog at his quarters, and I just thought that was cool <laughs> as shit. So. Where's the one place that you'd want to see in the U.S. that you've never been before? Um, I would want to go to Alaska and see the Aurora Borealis. That's a good one. Fish? I've never been to Louisiana, and it's on my bucket list because I want to see, even though everybody's like, you're an idiot. I want to see, like, Bourbon Street and the French Quarter. you got to go once. Yeah. yeah I'm from there, yeah. folks. Yeah. If you didn't know, yeah. I'm from there. Uh, it's a cool place to visit. 
you do not want to move there. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry. laughs> well, my, Talking from someone that's from yeah. there, uh, the crime rate is ridiculous now. Yeah, because my pops was like, because I'm like, they asked, my mom and dad asked me that question the other day because they were like, well, we're thinking about maybe doing a family trip or something. Where would you like to go? And I said, if I can pick anywhere, I'd want to go to, you know, uh, New Orleans. New Orleans and see Bourbon Street and they're like fuck that and I'm like why and they're like it, it just smells like piss and beer it's, and fuck it, it. It's, it you'll that. enjoy it Deuce I don't know oh, if I would folks will though no, no, I mean, no. unless they're going to the, his, the historic areas but well see that's why I said I want to do like during the day I want to do the museum and all that stuff and yeah. like I want to see the architecture there's a lot I of really great because it's yeah. you know it was yeah. the Louisiana Purchase it, it was originally all uh, French Quarter right so like the whole yeah. area was French yeah and descendants from France and so that's where you have all the Cajuns and everything, like mm-hmm. the Creole the and everything, mm-hmm. you know, from Jamaica. And people would come over from Haiti and all, yeah. and all that stuff. Like, so that's where you have this awesome. All that French? Yep. So, more, yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, me, I would say Japan, even though Marcus is. But that's not there. in the U.S. No, dude, oh, in the U.S. Yes, yeah, the question was, where do you want to see in the U.S.? Okay. Uh, the U.S. Uh, I would love, just, just to get it out of my system, I would love to go to New York and do the New, the, the New York trip. I've never done that either. The missus, when she was younger, she said it was pretty cool. Yeah. And now she said, anywhere and why. Oh, no, I'm sorry. She said, where do you want to revisit and why? Okinawa. I won't. I want to go back to Vegas because when I went, I was still in the industry and I was doing work for the industry. Oh, cool. So yeah, I couldn't. Fun. Yeah, well. No? No, because uh, we were in a hotel all day and Vegas hotels don't have windows. Except, Ooh. Yeah, except for your hotel room. So we were in conference rooms all day. And the short version of long story, I had two like massive panic attacks yeah. where like I had to have somebody carry me outside so I could see the sun and like. Ended up like Damn. rubbing my hands through the dirt and the grass just so I could feel like okay I'm yeah outside I'm, I'm outside because like it just it, I, I don't think there's only been one or two other times in my life where I've been in like that bad of shape it's crazy talent. yeah it, but it was like I couldn't see anything and it, it was bad and on top of that I couldn't have any fun because you're there with like your bosses and your supervisors yeah and, so you're like like the CEO of the company yeah because right. there's somebody there watching your ass at every minute right. and you're walking around with a giant fucking name tag. So it's like if I do start getting in trouble, my They're name's like, oh, right let's there. See. You are who, and yeah. you work for one company. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. <laughs> so yeah, so I was like, "Fuck that." So like, I've always said I'm going to go back and I'm going to rip that town a new asshole at some point. Word. So, Word. Yeah. Okinawa for me. Awesome. I, I was stationed there for four years, but I freaking loved that island. It was just a small island off the mainland from Japan. I mean, you could drive from the. It was a long strip, and you could drive from the top of the island, northernmost point, to the southernmost point in like four hours. Wow. wow. It was just a beautiful island, and I was at work all the time, so I really didn't... I yeah, mean, I got to see it as see much anything. as I could, yeah. but yeah. it was just gorgeous. Castle ruins. The people were amazingly friendly. I love being near the ocean, and there's like... You can almost always see the ocean from anywhere on the island, so... Wow. Yeah, I, would I would love... go back to Okinawa. As I uh, faux part there, I would love... If the question was anywhere in the world, I would love to visit Japan, because like... I love the culture. I love the food. I love the decor. I love everything mm-hmm. about it. Everything well, about it. Let's throw that question out real quick, since you're already hitting on it. If you could go, Marcus, anywhere in the world, where would it be? I would go probably. Ooh. My first instinct was to say go to mainland Japan because I only yeah. ever got to go there on like a TDY. It was only like a week, so I never really yeah. got to see anything. But I would love to see some of the cool districts, like. Yeah. You know, oh man, I can't. Even like think the of video it. game district. Yeah, and all that I forget stuff. the name. Yeah. Is, that, is that Akihabara? I can't. Yeah, remember. that's it. It's Akihabara. Yeah. yeah, I would love to go there and. Um, the fashion district. Oh crap! I can't remember the name of that one either. I'm a horrible person. No, you're good. Uh, um, so mainland Japan. Man, what's the name of it? Harajuku. Harajuku. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, that's my answer. Off the cuff. Deuce. Ireland. 
Cool. But I'd have to take a boat because I can I can do the flight. So gotcha. I don't know how long it takes to get there on a Does boat. The, is the flight tied into the whole thing? Why you can't go on coasters? And yeah, all that? like I don't. I hate heights, and oh. I don't like not being in control. See, so like anytime I'm on a, like a roller coaster or anything, it just it throws me way out of whack. So okay. it's like, but it's weird. Like the simulator rides, I'm fine. Like Transformers right. did it like a champ. A Spider Man did it like a champ, yeah. and it's because I know I'm only on about a track. A, I'm on a track and right. I'm a foot off the ground. Right. So literally. I could jump out of it if and you, be if, fine. If yeah, be. if need be, I could jump out of it. And worst case, I'd you know sprain my ankle, break like, my legs. Yeah, <laughs> unlike you know an airplane where if it stops flying, you are crashing to your you're sudden. Done. Yeah, yeah, like you're not cu- walking away from that shit. So you know, same thing with a roller coaster. If something goes crazy, you're you're way up in the air and you're you're, yeah, you're done. You're pretty much done. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of roller coasters, uh, there was a Disney California Adventure. Did you see that post where these people were stuck? I think I did. Yeah, they like were stuck that. for like two hours in the blazing sun for like eee. like it was like ninety seven degrees outside. They had to like bring them water up. On yeah, the it was horrible. Yeah. yeah, like that would be. I was, were they like just chunking them bottle water or something? I guess, yeah, man, that looked horrible. I, I think they were like, there's a way you can walk on the track at some point. Yeah, so, so they're they like, just got his no thank you. And it was like underhand chunking yeah. it to him. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like granny tossed uh, some water. Get close enough, pack him on the back, and be like, "Sorry, buddy, we'll, uh, we're working on it." <laughs> and of course, uh, I just mentioned Japan because I love everything about Japan. All right, folks, this has been our mailbag, our first ever mailbag episode, and I, I want to thank Marcus Cleveland it for a pleasure. joining us on this special episode. And of course, there's uh, several ways you can uh, find the happy hour. We are on Twitter at HH Podcast Show. You can find us, of course, as you did today, uh, at our Gmail, which is uh, HH Podcast Show at gmail.com. Yep. And of course, as Deuce always says, go on a little old uh, Facebook search machine and type in Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, and we'll be on the Facebook. And we're working on getting a Tumblr. Uh, and do people use Pinterest? I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're on different places. And Marcus, is there anything you'd like to plug? Or do you have an email address or anything? People send no. No, nothing. No. He's just happy to be part of this special no. episode. So <laughs> if I become a recurring guest, maybe I'll set that yes. stuff up. So as you're talking about the happy hour, Johnny Deuce, there's always two hashtags that you want to type in wherever you're talking about us. It's hashtag happy hour podcast and hashtag Deuce, Deuce is, is on, on the, the loose. loose. See ya. <laughs>